What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Let's get another round of applause for Monday in the building. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being involved, for being here, being involved, and being active. Don't take a day off, right? Shout out to the Coach Gang. This is the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. Yes. And that's Shout you. out to the Nasty Boys, the Ten Toes Up. Feet gang picture, ladies in the building. We got everybody ready to go, and this is going to be a fantastic show. We got three ladies here that we're going to uncover. Two of them are follow-up episodes. All right, uh, the first one, we're going to go over that black therapist, Unusually Bree, that we did a cover story on. She was out here throwing black men under the bus. We're going to recover. We're going to find out what, what eventually happened to her, boy. The internet is not forgiving in the building. Whoa. All right, the internet turns on you fast, especially when you're out here in these streets. Street. We're also going to talk about um, a hockey announcer that was getting her cheeks clapped. All right, let's go ahead and put up the topic. The hockey announcer that's getting her cheeks clapped by several members of the uh, allegedly the Carolina Hurricanes. And she was engaged. All right. Yeah. And that's you. She had a man that was about to walk her down the aisle, walk her down the aisle. And of course, some of the hockey players were married and impregnating women themselves. All right. We're going to talk about her. And, you know, women in the workplace, you know what I mean? Hey. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. Getting ran through. All right. And then we're also going to follow up with the homeless Kaylee. All right. Boy, the internet went in on her. People got their spotty senses tingling when they got that story. And, of course, I did a story on her as well later in the week. Some of the stuff I was saying, I was saying, yeah, some of these things that she's going through is true. Something's missing. And I said she probably can't qualify for housing. This is why she's choosing to live in the car for seven months. And I said that part is the story is missing. Obviously, the people uh, outside of the Internet, they filled in the gaps. We're going to also talk about doxing because um, that's a very important aspect of, of of what we do here on YouTube. And I've, obviously, if you get a, a following, people want to know who you really are. And if you represent your well, uh, self as, in, the, in the right manner. We're also going to talk about uh, people creating their own narratives to become famous on YouTube. There's a lot to break down here. So there's the stories down at the bottom. So if you're watching this on the replay and you're looking for a specific part of the story, Avery will make sure he puts in the timestamp somewhere about a couple of hours after the show. And then you guys can probably skip to that part of the episode. So that's how we're doing things. We're going to have a little bit of fun. This is a podcast format. Do me a favor. Hit the like button. Or we're going to get Belly Deli in here really quickly. All right, and um, and all of that. So I hope you had a good day. This is I got money. A money day in the building, and we have some ways for you to contribute to this particular show because you're getting education in edutainment, as we call it over here. I don't just sit here and say, hey, feel sorry for me. I don't sit here and go, feel sorry for me. Give me money. All right, like, <laughs> I got money. like that homeless-ass Kaylee. Her name is Ari, or her real name is Ronnie, uh, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike, too. So the way you contribute to this edutainment, all right, we give you real game and knowledge here. Real life game, practical game, not that old wishbone game. Uh, CGA Live, dollar sign CGA Live on the Cash App. On the PayPal, it is paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. On the uh, Venmo, it is Coach Greg Adams TV. All right, here we go. And do me a favor, get the likes up because we got, we got, we got to have that like and for, for the algorithms. And as I'm talking and typing at the same time, I can't do it. All right. So, man, talking and typing at the same time is a problem. All right. Where's my old lady assistant? Uh, let's see here. You want to pay your bills. You got to pay rent. 
All right, do me a favor, hit the like button. We got the it's easy. Hit the like button. Let's get into the topics today. Actually, the earlier contributors to today's show. How about we do that? We got to get in order, and I got to get my order right here on the money day. Who we got here? We got no government name says nothing. All right, shout out to you. Uh, no government name. Uh, he also says great divorce, no money recovery, still uh 100% worth it. All right, so we always warn you guys of the great divorce. You Atlanta Falcons as leading in the third quarter. <laughs> all right, going into the fourth quarter. I've been married for 15 years. We're just going to take it all the way across the goal line. We got it. Well, the great divorce is what you have to uh, watch out for. It's one of the pitfalls that we warn you about. I know you're going good now. I know you've been married for 12, you know, for 10 months. There's dudes on YouTube married for less than a year going in about how they got it going on. They figured it out. They got the cheat code. Marriage is okay, right? There are marital ex expert married less than a year. Go ahead and give them that. <laughs> anyway, yo, and then they're mad at you for calling them out. You're like, well, you only been married for less than a year, son. Man, relax, dude. You're supposed to be married. Like, like we live, there's people that live here that they live on earth until 90, 100, 120. There's people that live up to 120. You're now in your early 30s. You're married, potentially going to go all the way to 120. So you're going to be married for some 80 years. You're going to work that out, huh? All right, let's just say 60 years. Nope. <laughs> you, you, you got it figured out, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and then they mad at me for calling them out like, bruh, that one guy lived to 163. So you're going to be married for 132 years, right? I can guarantee you, dude. I will be. I will roll the dice and bet you you'll be divorced. You'll be divorced by the time you get to eighty. You're gonna want to just go ahead and somebody's gonna put some Drano on somebody's coffee. Holy moly! I mean, come on. Hey, do you guys know the divorce statistics over a forty-year period? Seventy percent of marriages get divorced. They end after forty years. If we took the divorce rate over the last forty years, seventy percent. So people say the divorce rate is 40%. Um, 40%, some say 50, some say, oh, it's 40, 50. Like that's, a, like that's pretty safe. Oh, well, it's only 40. It's not actually 50. Some people push it up to 60 and 70. But the reality is over a 40-year period, over the last 40 years, 70% of marriages will end. And it's okay. You can roll the dice if you want, but do not be a marital expert after less than a year of marriage. We're not having that over here. We're not having that. If you try to put that on our people, <laughs> it's absolutely insane. But shout out to the great divorce people here. Um, as a man, you should have a great. If you get married, you should have great divorce in your plan. You should look at it and say, what if I get divorced after 25 years of marriages, which is very possible. If you're married to a black woman, it's highly likely. That is the biggest um, between the age of 50 and 59. Black women have the highest rate of divorce. So, like, if you married a black woman, you're definitely on the high high likelihood of being divorced in your 50s and uh and above. But um, that's just statistics. That's just statistics. That is the highest divorce cohort in the building or cohort. So be careful. Um, you should have it in your plans. You should have divorce in your plans when you get married. It's like insurance. You should be siphoning off money in the middle of your marriage. <laughs> right it is what it is shout out to the sisters 
All right. Um, shout out to David McFarland. Thanks for the streams, coach. Yes, indeed. I appreciate you, man. Thanks for you. And, and shout out to XL Pro Services. Says he's on that money grind on Monday. We in the building. And we got to go to work. Who is in here? Mr. Allen, Anthony Allen, Coach Greg Adams for President, Free Agent Lifestyle. All right, maybe I'll run with your boy. Maybe I'll run. Shout out to Modalserve. He says, you see how scrumdiddlyumptious or scrumdiddlyumptious it looks? All right, somebody will see it in a minute. You guys will see it if them lights ain't right. Y'all going to see Belly Deli nice and early. Who do we got here? We got um, um, Albert Ingram says Deshaun Watson got 11-game suspension and a fine of $5 million by the NFL. He won. He won that deal all over the place. All right, for the things that he got, you know, 66 massage therapists or something crazy like that, he paid them off. He got $205 million contract roughly. He's going to pay a small percentage of that back in fine, which is is small. It's small for him, and he already had a little bit of money. Uh, He won that one. So the NFL is going to probably have to hire a female head coach very soon because, you know, when these scandals come out and the NFL mismanages some sort of – you know, physicality against the wife, like the, um, what was the Ray Rice? Um, then they have to put in all these initiatives to please the feminists. And then they came up with all of these coordinator jobs for, for young, um, for young uh, 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 female coaches, right? They got that in and these female coaches, all of a sudden, every team had a female coach and, you know, you had domestic violation commercials, despite the fact that domestic violence affects men and women almost equally, almost equally. And, um, now you're going to see them because now they're going to ha- mismanage the Deshaun Watson situation. What's going to happen is they'll have to get a female head coach. And I nominate the San Francisco 49ers will be the first team. This is Coach Radamas talking. San Francisco 49ers will be the first team to hire a female head coach. Or, or if you want to see, if you're a 49er fan, it will be the San Francisco 49ers. All right. If the Raiders do it, I'm turning in my damn fandom card. I'm canceling my season ticket. If the Raiders do it, I'm out. I'm getting a new team. <laughs> he said, no, we won't. I guarantee you it's the 49ers. <laughs> Who else but the 49ers? All right, shout out to Turnpike Tyrone. Says donation for the hellfire and brimstone for the 304s in the building. Shout out to you. Hashtag I am Jermaine in the building. Yeah, and that's a co-sponsorship over on Venmo. Appreciate you, man. And let me hit the PayPal's up real quick. Yeah, shout out to Jermaine. It's always Jermaine's fault. It's always your you brother's fault. No government name, but it is the Working Man Podcast back in the building. Please, please expose this woman and expose the cape wearing men. All right. That threw money at her without doing their homework. Pretty privilege is real, but women have it so hard. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. It's so hard on us. Oh, shit. I didn't mean to hit the elephant, but it is all good. All right, shout out to the Working Man's Podcast. Go visit his channel. All right. Uh, David B. says, I'm not surprised, Coach. Ari milked them simps dry, and I'm happy for her. All right. (laughs) All right. Mr. Super Trucker in the building, Dave in the building. Hey, what do you say, man? I mean, dudes, a simp gets exposed every week. Now, look, if you give if you give a woman some money, you better go ahead and get some cheats. If you're not getting cheats, you're getting scammed. Shout out to uh, it's Grady, coach. It's Grady, coach is un- oh wait, it's Grady, coach is undefeated. 
I received a hey stranger text this weekend from a single mom I sent for a couple of years back. He says, uh, I don't know what that means. Contently, it says happened to be uh, in my town. She happened, oh, I think it meant coincidentally, she happened to be in my town, met her for what I thought was a layup, and she wanted to take it slow this time and proceed to proceeded to interrogate me because she's now broke. It was a mess. So here we go right there. I always tell you guys, a lot of times a woman will break off communication with you in the dating process, and she will try to find better solution, uh, a better option. And then when that doesn't work out, she'll hate stranger you, but she'll want to reset. Oh, let's take it back to the beginning. Let's start. Let's start over. All right. And I'm like, no, let's start off where we left off, where you were coming over and we were about to make salmon and jasmine rice. And I was about to clap them cheeks. I don't care where we dropped off at. You're not coming back in. Oh, let's take it slow. And hell no. Because I know previously that piece leaves stinking. Somebody didn't beat that up. Somebody been beating that up in betwixt when you stop seeing me and stop calling me. And now I don't care what that gap is. It could be a week. It could be six weeks. It could be two years. Somebody been beating that thing up. Now you want to go ahead and cross your legs. <laughs> no, we ain't starting over from the beginning. Uh, come to the crib. That was this was date number three. I'll give you one or two dates. You know what I mean? One date. If you give me the piece, leave after one date or two dates. That's what it is. But don't get to date number two. Oh, you're such a good man. Restart. Go, goes, disappear, and then bring your ass back. Let's start over from date one. No, no, bring that ass over here. We were going to be cooking together, and you was giving me the draws. We starting over. <laughs> we ain't starting over in the building. What's wrong with these people out here? Who raised these people right here? Hold up. Who raised these people? Wait a minute. Who are you? Yeah, they're going to reset. Let's reset from the date, from the first time we met. Oh, hells no. In the building. All right, what do we got going on here? Let's get to the first story. There you see the stories crawling across here. Well, oh, we're going to go to the hateful black the rapist therapist. She lost her job. <laughs> All right, goodness. She was like, why do I have to work? I am sexy. All right, I let's fill sexy. you in on what happened here. Um, I didn't put a, this in the thumbnail because Jesus, everybody covered this last night. I started looking on the internets last night and everybody made a video of it. So I was like, shit, I can't talk that to death. All right, but I already did a video uh, for it other uh, otherwise. So this is a follow-up. Uh, black Twitter has words for the therapist scolding black men over therapy. So uh, all kind of unethical lines or ethical lines were crossed by this woman right here. You guys remember her? She goes by the name Unusually Bree, and I'm not doxing her. She's had enough doxing herself. If you remember her original video, and we'll go ahead and get a little bit of a clicks here. Boy, she was soggy as hell. Boy, I tell you, this was her. I fucking love it here. All right, so that's that's kind of her here. Where was the original video? All right. Yeah, I'm prepared for this show. But this is pretty much what I fucking about. love it here. here. We go. First off, y'all bitches is smart. This is the exact re... <laughs> the comment says, I wish men would understand that emotional intelligence is so important because of how much clarity slash security it would bring to your lives. Y'all think bitches just be talking in y'all ear just to be fucking talking. We don't. Y'all think bitches just want to argue with y'all because y'all refuse to expand your emotional vocabulary. We don't. So everybody remembers this. People were saying worst therapists of all time. She claimed to be a clinical therapist. And I, you guys know me. I've been, I've been railing against therapy for a long time in the way it is used. I'm not against clinical therapy. I'm not against people needing it. 
but I'm being against it being promoted as the end all be all and that everybody should do it. Right. I've been saying, no, 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 no. There's some questions we need to answer. And actually, if you see my show, I'm not going to go over today. I gave you the statistics of, of, of the usage of therapy, of the lopsided representation of therapy, meaning if you're black, there's not many, many black representations of therapy there. Why would you go to a old white woman? The likelihood of it being an old white woman is significantly high, like 70, damn near 80 percent social workers or something like 70 to 80 percent. So if you're a man, there's almost nowhere for you to go help uh, to get help. Then you also have the amount of limp wristed men that are doing it. And they represent the 30 percent of men. And most of these dudes are limp wristed liberal uh, men from the University of California. Berserkly. All right. Many of these therapists need help themselves. They need therapy, and this is a prime example. So I'm always looking at it as it was kind of like the poke. Just take it. Just take it. Just go into therapy. Just push, and then people guilt you into going into therapy. Oh, you need to help. And, guys, that's opposite of what a therapist is supposed to tell you. You're not supposed to weaponize it. You can't just say you need therapy. Go in there. So um, especially if you're a therapist, it's actually unethical to do that. And people aren't exposed to this. And when I expose the truth, people want to cancel me for it. I'm like, hey. It's like any other thing. It's like any other thing. You can't just be like, hey, you, you need it. Just go in there. Even when, even if you don't have a problem, they're saying, even if you don't have a problem, it's good for you. No, no, no. That, that's not true. All right. That's not true. That's something they promote for you. Sooner or later, your ass is in the sunken place. All right. While somebody's stirring up their tea and coffee, because some of these people are trained in hypnosis. I don't know if you know that. So with that being said, this is a prime example and the industry called her ass out. She was exposed by the industry, not by men. Men didn't call her job to get her fired. The industry people said this is exactly why. Uh, this is exactly the therapist we don't need to represent us. Unfortunately, she put a bad name on therapy itself because the men that might have considered going, they ain't never going. <laughs> it's a business. It's a money grab, just like anything. It's a grift just like anything else. And I've been calling it out for a long time, despite the fact that people are like, no, it's fine. It's no There's no 100% answer to how you get help. If you need help, by the way, this manosphere itself has been annihilating the therapy industry. And a lot of these people are jealous because we didn't get a degree from Berserkly. A lot of men are coming to people like myself and we're getting hundreds, thousands, millions of views and subscribers left and right and these therapists can't make no money. So they sitting there like, I got money. Right? They sitting there like, whoa, men are not running to us. They're running to these guys to get help. And when they see comments like coaches saving lives, they're upset that we're stepping in on their money and they got $80,000 of debt. You see what I mean? You see what I'm talking about? So this is why these, these people are pushing this envelope because, uh, because they're missing out on the money. Nobody's going to sit in a chair for $250 an hour plus. All right. And then they can't push and pedal their pharmaceuticals on the side. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? The grift that they I'm, we're, we're annihilating their grift. So um, anyway, with that being said, let's go ahead and uh, handle this real quick. Uh, you guys see her here. Uh, I have to go back, though. I have to go back to the video I wanted to show you. And it's this video here. And so uh, I got to go to the one minute and six uh, second mark here. Uh, so, so she's going to explain what happened about a week later after uh, her controversial video went viral. Let's go ahead and play it. If I fucking feel like it, I mean, this is, feels like a pull. And anything, and I promote mental health and wellness 
And anytime something feels like a pull, I encourage y'all to like reevaluate re it. So that's exactly what the fuck is about to happen with this. I came in here with the intention to help and I'm being attacked and I don't have the fucking time or energy and I didn't do anything. So, um, I appreciate all the new baddies who are here committed to like really bettering themselves. Like I really am. I know I'm crying in that last video, but y'all are like so much more, um, so much more important to me. I literally started this shit like a fucking year ago, fucking alone and just like broken and fucking dusty. All right. So here, wait, 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 wait. So here we go. Uh, the general go-to when women get exposed for their bad behavior is tears. I'm not happy. All right. Here come the tears. You know what I mean? Here comes the... When you don't want jumped up here with your soggy self, with your clothes hanging out your drawers, all right, and with your booty hanging out the back of your shirt, you don't want jumped on here and you was all confident peddling your information, but now it's Jermaine's fault. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. And then they start going back and giving you indications of, yes, you needed help, not the men that you said needed help. You were broken. You said you were broken. You were dusty. You were going through a hard porn in your life. And then you found your own therapy. And then you continue to need therapy. But then you try to push us into it like we were the problem. And we've been saying just like that article. See, this came from the article, the single lonely men article, which doesn't make sense mathematically. Mathematically, there's more single women in the United States. Mathematically, if more single men, if there's going to be more single men, that means there's going to be more single women mathematically but that that uh reading rainbow therapist tried to come in here and shame you guys to get back on the plantation well i'll teach you how to have dating app game all right no 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 that's not true all right and so she responded to that and then got her ass in trouble and not knowing what to do and i don't know if i started this shit more for me or for y'all but i really 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 fucking i really appreciate all y'all i really do so I'm, I'm happy. To, uh, <laughs> no, just back again. I really appreciate y'all. And I appreciate y'all for supporting and sticking around and shit. But I'm fucking tired. So if I'm back, I'm back. If I'm not, who honestly gives a fuck? Uh, All right. So again, I tell you, man, they don't have a plan for nothing. I mean, listen, life hits you hard. Life is very humbling. I've been humbled in this life several times. And when you're humbled, you better have a plan because plan A and plan B ain't working. You better have C and D on, on deck. And a lot of times they don't have C and D on deck. And this is what we've been telling American women. See, we have this idea that men are supposed to be the protectors of women, right? Hey, men are supposed to protect and provide and secure. But what people miss from the protection model is that men aren't supposed to protect women from the outside. Men are supposed to protect women from themselves. See, that's what people forget. We were protectors of women and we protected them from themselves. So anytime they decided to open their lips and part their lips, we had to tell them, hold up. Mm -mm. You think that's a good idea, but it ain't. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> right? It's not a good idea to be thinking these things and airing them out. Mm, you might want to be quiet. Uh, step back, little lady. All right. Or sometimes you had to give them the all right. If it were and they got hysterical. 
And we were there to protect them, not from others, but from themselves. But that's all gone now because somebody has awarded them the, the Nobel Peace Prize of conversation. And we are supposed to now think emotionally when we've never used emotion as the primary ways to get through life. That was a secondary or a tertiary way to get through life. But now they're trying to jump us on board to get on the emotional bandwagon. And I think it's a mistake. And everybody's like, well, you're wrong in emotions and emotions. And I'm like, no, not emo no, we're not supposed to be thinking emotionally first. <laughs> right. But these people want to go on that bandwagon only to weaken you. Because people are like, well, emotional, I don't need physicality if I can think emotionally. Yes, your ass will. <laughs> All right. You're going to need the physicality at some particular point because there's always going to be that dude that doesn't care. There's always going to be the dude that comes in and robs you and, and, and grapes and pillages the village. There's always going to be a barbarian. Not everybody's going to get on your emotional bandwagon. So you better be prepared. Here we go. Um, but I want to send positive intentions your way and shit. And I love you guys very, 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 very fucking much. Very much. And just keep being great. Where's all that ego at? <laughs> Where's all that ego? See, that's how you end up looking when you run in your lip all the time, right? And you have no solutions other than to bully people into your therapy program. All right. So if you're a guy that says he needs therapy, go ahead and get therapy. I'm not against you getting it. But what I am against is everybody pushing this narrative that it's useful for everybody. I don't think so. There's there's different ways you can provide therapy. You don't need to go to a clinic clinician for that. You can have a hobby as therapy. You can get away from it. You can have a somebody that motivates you. You can have a business coach. You can have a life coach. All right. But everybody tries to push this on there. And I found several holes in this idea other than this therapist herself. She has several holes, but I'm talking about several holes in the idea of it, how it's connected to the pharmaceutical eventually, how people are on head meds. 25% of women are on head, head meds. Why? Because they're leaning on this and they don't have any male leadership. They don't have anybody to tell them, hey, plan A, plan B, plan C. They have no more protector. So they run through these people and these people see them just like a car salesman sees a woman that walks on the lot and he thinks, oh, shit, that's easy prey. So these people fall victim to these prey. And uh, unfortunately, these people go to these four year universities and major in this berserkly education. All right. And thinking they're going to come out here and help. They're like this. I got my degree at University of Berserkly. So so what? Take that shit somewhere to the stove. Okay. We ain't got no time for that. And men, this, this right here, in about a matter of a week, did more to uh more to basically discredit therapy in itself or clinicians. Clinicians, not therapy, clinicians. It did more to discredit clinicians than it did to try to build it up, especially in the black male community. By the way. Black male therapists represent only like negative 2% of all therapists. <laughs> negative. All right. And we know about these. Listen, I have a master's degree in, educa in, um, in education. So I have a master's degree. By the way, by the way, most college degrees are garbage. It's junk. It's junk science and junk art. So um, don't come to me talking about, well, I have a degree. I don't give a damn. And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. Which brings up the idea that uh, doxing is also something I don't support. So while while we can look at this, and she should have been penalized uh, for her take, her strong take against black male and the shaming that she did against men and black men specifically, she should be shamed for this. 
and she should be exposed for this, but she lost her job, which I don't agree with. I don't agree with YouTubers losing anything based on them showing up or TikTok artists. So I, you know, I'm a YouTuber myself. So um, I've never been doxxed because I never had employment that hinged on being in the matrix. All right. So I've never been like, okay, um, I'm going to lose my fitness training job. I'm going to lose my clients. Most of my clients didn't even care or the ones who found out or the ones who were informed that I was doing this, they didn't care. Um, I did have uh, an attempt by someone who was a parent at my kid's school to dox me. All right. She went to the principal's office in the district office when they found out my content. And then she went in there to try to get me exposed to the school district. That was about the worst that happened. But I had a job that was I was self-employed. So I had the confidence to do what I did. And I knew I had the backing of my clients. Number one, number two, most of my clients didn't care. They were like, whatever, who gives a shit? <laughs> um, with that being said, this person depended on the matrix to support her. Um, and this is a basic uh, women and black women. You guys got to listen up. If you think you have safety and security in the matrix, if you think you don't need a man and you can go out there and um, you think the government and these people that employ you are going to back you up and they're always going to be there. You're out of your mind. You're out of your. You're out of your mind. OK, they don't have your back and they will throw your ass to the side in the heat. And then what are you going to be talking about? What happened? Where did all the men go? All right. And then you're going to be one to link up with a man. Um, I'm sorry. You guys depend on the government and these jobs and these employers, these corporations with your loyalty is so hooked on these corporations you would tattoo their logo on your ass and you wouldn't you will put it you'll put a chip in your damn thumb just because of your loyalty to these corporations they will throw your ass to the side they don't care about you as you believe and this woman found out unfortunately for her she's gonna have to find employee and um she's now saying she's gonna get into jewelry some trinket let me show you what she said she was gonna get into i was like oh well, actually i deleted her thing she's like now i'm gonna do my jewelry and my spiritual incense you guys do not have a plan in life. <laughs> Boy, the worst thing that happened. Hmm, I can go in on this one. The worst thing that happened to the black community is integration. <laughs> Just, it sounded like a good idea, but in, in retrospect, retrospect, not enough. Now, I took advantage of the integration, but... Most people aren't even equipped. You're not even equipped because you go and hang your hat on the integration. Oh, it's it. You know, I'll be all degree. And then look, look, just look at it. All of the degrees that people have still poor, still poor, still the, the least on the economic student loan debt. No marriages, messed up families, broken families, single motherhood. Child support uh, courts. The whole community needs, needs therapy. I mean, just depending on degrees. I mean, I there's just so much primarily negative things as a result of integration. You still have segregation. You still have segregation across the board. I mean, you, if if you, if the idea of integration still says you can have a black community, that's going to be an L. <laughs> All right. Anyway, where's the black community located, by the way? And how come it's always in the ghetto? The Gito. Or it's always on Martin Luther King Boulevard on the east side. Farewell, east side. 
<laughs> oh, it's always off Martin Luther King on the east side. Except in moving on up to the east side. So anyway, it's always on the wrong side of the tracks. It's always on the bottoms. You know what I mean? Here's the here's the railroad tracks. It's always on that side of the railroad tracks, the bottom. Then the trailer park is on the opposite side across the other side of the tracks. What the hell? So much for integration. The dictator says coach hiring Kaylee as the offensive coordinator for the Houston Texans in the building. Hey, I'm coaching the Houston Texans. Did you guys see that? We'll see where I take the team. This is what I do on my off time. I coach the Houston Texans. Hold on for a second. Let me see if I can pull it up. Let me see. Uh, we won, by the way. We definitely won. Let me see what my what I'm what I'm looking at. What am I looking at today? There it is, right there. There I am, right there. Hey, shout out to the Houston Texans. What are we doing this year? Hey, whose name is Lovey Smith? That's my code name. And don't get me fired from my job. I need this job. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. I need this job. All right. So don't call the Houston Texans trying to get me docs. There I am right there. All right. We're going to make it. We're going to make it to the Super Bowl this year. Plus, I'm a Raiders fan. So whenever we play the Raiders, we definitely going to throw the game. <laughs> we throw in the game. There I am right there. Oh, that looked, ju- bruh. Did that not look like me? And I'm buff like that, too. All right, we going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> hey, man, don't stop us, man. We can't stop, won't stop in the building. If anybody try to dox me with the Houston, Texas, man, I'm going to find your ass. Where we at? Shout out to uh, Turning the Tassel, Steve in the building. Steven says, X said I needed therapy. Shrink said X is a narcissist. Again, it's that thing that we throw out here. You're a narcissist. You need therapy. And the person always saying it is the one that needs it. More than likely, they're in it. And again, I don't want to put a negative light on it because people are like, oh, you're negativizing the thing. Look, the reality is there's too many black holes in the game. All right, shout out. He also says, my ex is a black therapist. Give her the buzzer. Yay, mm. yay, What do you do with this stuff, man? It's actually just... um. It's too predictable at this point. Oh, boy. And uh, last thing you need, I'm just letting you know, last thing you need is to just be running in there. Uh, what do you call it? Just getting therapy from black women. I mean, it, it just expo- you, you'll expose the hate that they have for men. Many of them have hate. Hold on, man. PayPal locking me out. Uh, many of them have hate and con- uh, discontent for men in general. Uh, based on their experiences. So if she made it to 40 and uh, you're a young black man, 25, dude, that's the worst person you can sit across. Worst person. Do not sit across from her. She's been through some traumatic experiences with Pookie, Ray Ray, all of them. Do not, know. do not sit across from her. Or you better vet her, man. You better vet her. Last person I will sit across, number one in a therapy session is a woman. I just don't see any benefit. It's, you can call me a misogynist. You're like, how dare you? She cannot help me out. She can't help me out, bro. Not through this life. She better be in shape. <laughs> if she look like a but if she better be in shape. Maybe a sex therapist. But I can't sit across from a woman and take the her 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 information seriously. I'm like, she like 52 years old, divorced twice, out of shape. I'm going to be like, or she's super, she got, she got, um, she Botoxed out. She better have her feet out. I'm going to be looking at her feet like, (laughs) 
I just know I, where I am in this life is not, that's not what I need. Somebody said you don't need exercise. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. PayPal time. What do we got on PayPal? Who is this? Oh, I got him already. All right. Hold on. We got a couple more. Then I'm going to check the like button. Hit the like button before I check it, or we're going to get belly deli. I know some of y'all want to see it. Black Rattiz, the philosopher, says, just showing my support. My stepson, he says, my son, wait a minute. My son's step dummy had the audacity to call me and want to be cool after alienating me from my son for two years. I cussed his simp ass out. Huh, boy. Uh, the economy will make people reach out and try to bridge gaps you know what i mean and so this economy is causing people to bridge gaps what the step your son's step dummy is probably going through is that um he realizes that the woman that he's with is crazy and you tried to warn him right and so he's now getting he now gets a reality a double dose of that reality remember love or the the chemical effects of love wears off between one year and three years Okay, so it's all going to wear off, and then you're going to see who the real person is. By the way, you can disguise who you are. Speaking of Ari, you can disguise who you are for a good six months to a year. And then especially when you cohabitate and you bring children in real-life scenarios, you're going to feel out re real quick that the person that you're with is a fraud. They're not who they really are, especially when you get older. Um, and so the step, your son's step dummy is now reaching out to you because he's trying to, he's trying to bridge the gap, and he's like, yeah. I'm going through the bullshit right now. And now I want to heal. But the problem is, and this is what you got to look at. If a person has separated you from your children in any way, I don't care if it's the child themselves or the, the, the parent or the step parent or your, your, the monster in law. If they've separated you from your children, it is one of the most egregious crimes that a person can do against you. This is why we're so vigilant against baby mama terrorists that do this because you lost the time. You can never get the time back that you lost with your child, right? This is important. So if your kid accomplished things in that period of time that you were alienated, it's a crime. You missed it and you're never getting it back. So then when people come to apologize for it, you're like, no, you committed an egregious crime against me. I miss school functions, field trips. I missed graduations. I missed when they got their driver's license. I missed. You see what I'm saying? You missed so much. You missed the chimes that they went through a problem. You missed homecoming dances. You missed the time that they got their first touchdown in flag football. You see what I mean? It's a egregious crime. So alienation, using kids as a pawn and alienate them from any parent. I don't care if it's the male to the female, or female to the male. It's an egregious crime where they stole time and experiences from you. And when people come back, oh, I'm sorry. No, absolutely not. You're going to have to pay. <laughs> You're going to have to pay for that. And that payment is you can never bridge that gap. You can never bridge that gap. So whoever's doing this is very much doing something that they know is hurting you. So here's the who hurt you. And here's the funny thing about that who hurt you statement for men now they're trying to push therapy on us and tell us we need to go get help. But when we're experiencing life like this and we call it out, oh, who hurt you? They use the pain against you. So in one instance, we're not supposed to have any pain. And then on the other instance, they telling us to go heal our pain. Hold up. 
what do you care about? You know who you care about is you care about yourself. You don't care about us. You care about how we can benefit you. And you're looking and angling going, because you don't care about men's hurt. This is why the phrase who hurt you is so egregious in itself. Now you're saying you care about our hurt? No, hell no. Hell no. They don't care about your hurt. They're trying to see how we can benefit them because they see men going the way of Kevin Samuels, Andrew Tate, Coach Greg Adams, and then the likes. They see us going that way. And they're like, oh, we need to get, we need to get these men because it's not just the red pill men that are affecting it. It's the normie men that are getting the information now. The normie men are going, uh-oh. See, when Kevin Samuels blew up, the normies had to get the information now. And now the normies can say, hmm, Kevin Samuel said, and now th then they started to panic. They was like, yeah, nah, 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 nah. Y'all can't play at both sides and say y'all don't care about our pain, who hurt you, and then say you care about our pain, get therapy. Y'all effed up now, and it's too late. It's too late, honestly. <laughs> you guys effed up. Um, and that's typically what happens, unfortunately, with men is that people want to see the light when you start when you start uh, uh, walking away with your wallet. And you start giving money to male content creators when you start walking away with your wallet, when you're not paying for dates anymore, when women are saying you are dusty and you make eighty thousand dollars a year. As a blue collar worker, when we start holding the line, they start scrambling and shuffling. All right. Speaking of shuffling, we're going to show you what they look like. So. They're shuffling right now, and uh, we calling it out. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. All right. Um, somebody says, I've been saying what KS was saying. Yeah, well, KS, obviously, I don't want to talk uh, negative about the dead. But we have to give... We have to put KS in the, in the positive light because he was the one to break the barrier. He wasn't the creator of many of his talking points, although he did give us great. Uh, he was very good at coming up with like sign language. I don't know if he came up with that, but he was very good at coming up with acronyms. He was very creative in that. But we know most of us were saying it before he got there. But you got to give credit for the person that crosses the barrier. Right. And he crossed the barrier into normism and the oxygen thieves and the knuckle draggers. So he crossed the barrier. You know, we're not giving him credit for many of the things he said. It, it is okay. Many of us have said it beforehand, but he crossed the barrier and he brought more people in and he brought awareness to the issues. And so we do give him credit for that. All right. We do give him credit for that. Sometimes the person who creates doesn't get the credit. You know, Thomas, Je Thomas Edison does, he gets the credit, but he didn't create. He just bridged the, He just crossed the barrier. So he is the Thomas Edison of the Mansphere. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah, he's the Jackie Robinson. Jackie Rob. there was better Negro League baseball players than Jackie Robinson. But Jackie Robinson was the best when he crossed the barrier. He crossed the barrier and was damn near the rookie of the year MVP when he crossed. So shit, you got to give him the credit. So he went Jackie full Jackie Robinson on us and Thomas Edison. So anyway, uh, we can't be mad at that. And hopefully as content creators, we can get over that. All right, shout out to Carrot Juice Podcast. Another one, he says, supporting one of my favorite creators. Keep the edutainment coming, coach. You are appreciated. Thank you, man. Thank you, Dub. Thank you, broski. Appreciate you. The Carrot Juice Podcast. All right, so let me check Venmo before we get over there. Oh, I got uh, I got a couple more. Uh, oh, my God. Billy the Kid, did you, did you get paid this month? 
My man been cutting uh, commission checks. He sponsored today's show for those who can't contribute. Billy the Kid says, as a mental health provider, uh, rule number one, never talk bad about your clientele. He says, I would tell all men, don't get, do not get therapy from a woman uh, because they cannot relate to men. So this is a mental health provider. He says, do not get therapy from a woman because they can't relate to men. If, you're, if your girl wants to go to couples therapy, marriage therapy, go get help yourself, not with your girlfriend or wife, because most therapists, 70% female in the field, I believe. He says they will side with the woman. This woman is an example of a straggle with a degree. You're going to start seeing a lot more of them. Yes, I, I showed you that, right, Billy the Kid? I showed you that the rate of female therapists is actually going to escalate. They predicted that it will increase by 16%. And I'm like, it's already at 70%. So we're looking at 86% female therapists, and then many of them going to be black. Black what? Mm. Men aren't going into that field. So, And he's, he's dropping another gem here. If you're going to couples therapy, don't go with your wife. Do not go. It's going to be an L. Very rarely is going to work out in your favor. All right. They're not going to expose her. I gave you an example of my experience with it. Even when it was an L for her, the therapist was willing to hide the information. Well, let's just start over with a clean slate. Mm. And I was like, well, what, what happened? And she was like, well, I really don't want to say, and I think it would harm the relationship going further. I'm like, Pfft. anyway, he also adds, you're going to start seeing a lot more of them. Modern women will shame you into emotional nonsense. Men don't think emotionally. They think logically. Donated to the CGA Junior College Fund because a peace leave is a terrible thing to waste. Shout out to Billy the Kid. All right, and don't go exposing my mental health provider here. But we have a lot of people. One thing about this sphere and men that uh, the, the assumption that men are here is that we're hurt, that we're dusties, we're straggles, we're fake alphas. Like there's a whole bunch of things in that we're broke. We have a lot of professional men that can't expose themselves. We have doctors, lawyers, engineer doctors. We have uh, we have um, very educated men, college um, college um, professors, uh, fitness trainer. We got a whole bunch of men here that are very successful. Business owners, people who work for the feds, cops. You know, we got men that will speak up. Yep, I'm a police officer. Yep, I, but they have to. They have to hide in anonymity, but the way they support is that not through them making content is they support the content creators. Appreciate that. And also, Mr. Nash is in the building. Hey, Coach, my opinion, I think psychology is a carny scam. I don't disagree. It can be on a grand scale. And he says, especially in regards to relationships, the wife will encourage therapy to address his issues as a way to project blame Onto him. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. I think when a woman in your relationship says we need to go to couples therapy or marriage counseling, that's akin to I'm taking you to child support. Mm. Like she's taking you to a referee that she knows is going to side with her. And he says, remember, the longer you're married, the longer she plans the divorce. Absolutely. She's already had it set up two or three years before you're served. And we showed you data. We showed you data on that one. By the time she serves you paper, which 80% of women file for divorce, 90% of educated women file for divorce. Um, by the time you got the filing, she'd been thinking of it for years. All along, she gave you some dry ass peace leave. All along, she was saying she loved you. All along, she was just saving face in front of family. And by the time you get served, she's already planned it. And he's acknowledging this. She's already had it set up for two to three years before you're served. If she mentions therapy, 
for you or both, you know it's done. Yep. All she wants now is the reason. Give me the reason to love you back. <laughs> so all she's looking for now is the reason. And therapy is going to expose the reason why your relationship is jacked. And they're going to come up with all kinds of tropes and copes as to why you're a loser. Derek Williams, Dr. Phil was right. Women are smart and men are stupid. Hashtag coach gang. And, and the way we process things is stupid. I wouldn't say we're stupid, but yes. Especially when it comes to marriage. Classy Beats is in the building. Shout out to you, brother. Happy Monday day to you. Money. Happy Monday day to you. Last one, Simon Small. The usual suspects is in the building. Shout out to I you. Money. All right, let's get back into the show and go over this particular person here. Woman in the workplace. Oh, man. Engaged hockey announcer. She's an announcer. She's an interviewer. You know what I mean? She always goes to the interview. How did you think about that game? What about that quarter? How about you slap the puck? You know, all of these things here. Uh, let's see if I can find her. Her name is Abby Labar Labor. I don't know what it's called, but she definitely on that. She got her flat back to Kaylee game on point. Shout out to flat back to Kaylee here. Hi, my name is Kaylee. I'm a blonde. I have no tips. I make boys fall in love with me. They always throwing fits. I like being single. No, I've never been cussed. These boys want our relationship, but I'm just trying to. Yeah, man, she on her. Is that Kaylee? Is that you? Is that you? And that's you. All right. Um, I've warned you about the flat back to Kaylee. Everybody thinks I'm against women of a certain race. This is not true. I give you warning signs of all of them. These people will play like they're just a princess. All right. They use their princess card. And I will never do that. And I'm nothing like that. And where are you meeting all these women? I just want to be married and blah, blah, blah. Well, you will find out in her past. She's been ran through more times in the Holland Tunnel, especially the Princess Kaylee. Princess Kaylee is able to hide her, her, her disgusting behavior, especially at the dorms at Arizona State. She's able to hide it because she wears her crown on her head. Her crown is her hair. And so you will think Goldilocks would never do this. Goldilocks will never run up into three Negroes, I mean, three bears' houses and, and tear it up. And even if Goldilocks does such a thing, she's innocent. And the three bears, I mean, the, 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 three, the three ninjas are to blame. These three ninjas scared her. Rawr! Kaylee will always lean on the help me, the damsel in distress. Especially the flat back. The flat back. Um, so they do lean on this privilege. This is, again, pretty privilege. And, you know, of course, well, they're not pretty. In our society, they're pretty. All right. So she gets to lean on that. And even going as far as to say, I'm going to marry my gump. I just want to get married and have a family, right? And that's you. Meanwhile, if you under uncover her past, she's been reckless with her body. Sometimes she's been on seeking arrangements. Sometimes she has sugar daddies the whole time. Sometimes she had that Chad that she could not get rid of. And you think, oh, she's never that bad. She could never be bad. Well, let's talk about how bad Kaylee can be. Allegedly. Here she is with her degree, sorority girl and all of that stuff. All right, we're going to show you. Uh-oh, this is her putting the mic all in somebody's face. She all up in the video. Oh, she's a working girl. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. She got a, she got a career. So I could focus on my career. All right, breaking news right here. It says breaking news. Reporter's wedding canceled. Canceled after getting caught cheating with Hurricane Player. Now, this one says player, but there is an article that there perhaps might be a couple of more players 
that might be involved. And so here she is right here. Like, all dude, white dudes, hey, um, if it wasn't for, you know, black dudes been going through trouble for a long time, but white dudes tried to ignore it and cape and all this stuff. Well, I will eventually get my wife, right? Until white dudes start getting torn up, right? And then they actually got the manosphere going. All right, but uh, anyway, here's the dude. He's got his southern uniform on. You know what I mean? The little uh, coat with the little. Look at this boy. Look at this. Look at this boy right here. Look at this boy. <laughs> all right, and here she is right there, all flat backed. It. Oh, the man of my dreams. We're gonna get married. Okay, but Abby Labar or Abby, I don't know how to pronounce her name. Sorry for my research. Teams reported the reporter for the Carolina Hurricane has been caught cheating with the Hurricanes player. But allegedly there might be more players because she lost her job. She got fired. And she had a fiance named Ian. Wait a minute. No, sorry. I don't know what her fiance's name. We'll look it up. And Ian Cole, who is the player from the Hurricanes, had a wife and multiple kids. So I believe this is Ian Cole. Yes, it is. And this is his wife. He got him a flat back. As well as, as the wife being pregnant or he did have a wife. I don't know what the hell they talking about, but he got a flat back himself. Look at these poor gumps. This is suburban neighborhood stuff. What is this over here? There's Speaking of flat backs. All right, hold on for a second. These flat back ads keep popping up. Abby is an American journalist. Hold up. Wait. So I could focus on my career who worked for the Carolina Hurricanes through Fox Sports since August of 2020. The Carolina Hurricanes defenseman, Ian Cole, is accused of cheating on his wife um, with by having an extramarital affair, extramarital affair with the team's journalist and reporter, Abby Labar, whose wedding with her fiancé was just days away. All right, shout out to him. Shout out to him. He got away with it just days away. Abby's fiance has canceled the wedding. Congratulations to, hey, he's probably listening to me. What's his name? What's him name? What's him fiance name? Let's look him up. He got, he got, hey, hey man, you dodged, the, you dodged the bullet. What's him name? Chris Proctor. Says right here, she currently shares a blissful relationship with her boyfriend, Chris Proctor. Mm. Not anymore. Her net worth is $10 million? I doubt it. Not as a sideline hockey reporter. Are you crazy? Maybe she has a trust fund. There's some more flatbacks. All right, here it is right here. Abby's fiance has canceled the wedding, and it is due to wait, it is due to believe that it's evolving around the news being broken about the cheating taking place. It is extremely sad as Ian's Cole's wife, who he had cheated on, has been taking care of him through his NFL career, NHL career. So apparently. He had dual hip surgery, meaning Ian Cole could not walk for months, but his wife, Jordan, there's another last name, first name, was there for each uh, step of his recovery in a season that could see Cole set a new career high in points. So apparently, he had dual hip surgery, and we can see why. Mm. All right, he'd been pounding that Kaylee out. All right, yo, you're going to slip a hip if you've been pounding Kaylee's he had dual hip surgery all right wow his wife is like why your hip keep going out he was like all right let me show you the motivation why your hip keep going out hold on here's the here is the reason give me the reason all right here's a here's prime reason number one why his hip kept slipping 
<laughs> All right. It's crazy. I mean, dude, the truth does come to light. The dark does come to light. It says here in an interview, here is an interview of the two who cheated on their loved ones. Yet nobody knows. Uh, nobody. Wait, nobody knowing they had a relationship behind closed door. All right. Let me let's take a look. All right. Ironically, the interview was named Inside a Hurricane. Oh, Jesus. Let's take a look. What value can you bring? Hey, by the way, man, I actually do. Let's go ahead and make that larger. Dude, this is this throws against the credibility of women working with athletes. So we can be in the locker room. We, we can be professional. And so here she is. This is her. And this is the dude she was cheating with. But they're having a professional Come on, man. Whether it's on or off the ice to the Hurricanes. Hopefully some value on the Uh Uh-oh. My man Snaggletooth and everything. (laughs) He looked like a hockey player. Where's your teeth at? Okay. This woman is banging this. Yo, 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 yo. This, what in the world? Chad, for real, bro. Hey, what the? (laughs) What does this even mean, man? Like, how do you even, where does this fall on? Look, money, or status? Snaggletooth over here. Along with the value of the ice, but she's like, I'm so turned on by his snaggletooth. Boy, though, I'm telling you, man, y'all give black women all hell, but white women are boy, they sneaky, they very mousy. They are mousy as hell. And they do the stuff they be doing behind closed doors, man. Y'all don't even want to know. Jeez. There's an experience in winning. There's an experience in knowing how to play in the playoffs. Wherever the money is, they gonna run to it. And knowing how to. I gotta turn this music down. Guys, but also push yourself to be successful through the course of the season. Where does Snaggletooth go? He hit his Snaggletooth pretty good. Beyond that, and that's something that you know, thankfully, I have a lot of experience with. I gotta turn this music down. I'm gonna get a copyright. I'm a professional here. So I could focus on my career. There she is. And then after the interview. <laughs> imagine after the interview, he was, she was like, I got to have it. I got to have it. So apparently they broke up their uh, lifelong relationship. Um, I don't know if the divorce is going to be pending. This news broke last month. And I believe she got fired from her job. And he's going to get traded, I believe. I think he's going to get traded to another team because of the conflict of interest. And if there's more players, you're going to see why she's going to get fired from her job because she's in there doing, you know, there's a moral line. There's an ethical line. There's an ethical line that you cross when you're a professional. You can't be out there doing this. And she apparently traveled with the team. So she gets inside information on these players and she gets to go to the hotels that they're going to, right? Um, she's staying in the same hotel. She's doing interview segments. She getting pounded out. She getting inside information and tips. And let me just tell you, she's not the only one that does this, um, in these professions. Now, let me just bring this point up. I don't know if you remember Brett Favre got in trouble for doing this. This is where you cross the line. Women in the workplace. We now you have this. I guarantee you, she's going to claim sexual harassment. That's going to be her next card. I was sexually harassed. Or I was taken advantage of. He had the power. He pushed himself on me. I really didn't want to do it. She's going to start crying tears, right? 
right? She's gonna be the next play she's gonna have is gonna be. And it's all Jermaine Foe. It's always Jermaine Foe. Okay. Um, it's, it's it's been assumed that these these reporters obviously crossed the line with many of the players. Now I don't know. All I can talk about is the ones that are reported. There's always allegations of people, right? Rachel Nichols and all of these people. It's never been really proven, and people have been keeping it hush hush. But we know Brett, Brett Favre got in the situation where he was seen sending his salami pictures to some of these reporters. Some of these reporters have claimed to be sexually harassed, but then now you have them crossing the line. If she comes out later, and we'll update you on this, if she comes out later and say it was him and he pushed themselves on me and several players pushed themselves on me, then you know. Then you know the false alligators have done it. She's going to pull the victim card. And that's when you know. So anyway, enough about her. We'll update you on that one. Let's get into the main event. This is the one, man. This story right here is so fresh, so fresh, that there's too many things that are changing by the minute. Now, I'm not into this particular drama, but this was a suspect story to begin with. And let's go ahead and show you a picture of said person here just so we know what's going on and everybody knows. Let me see. Where did I, did I pull her channel up? Did I pull her channel up? Oh, no. Damn, that's not it. Where's my? Oh, here it is right here. Okay. Let's go ahead and highlight her. I did a story on her yes, uh, last week, and I was like, hmm. YouTube's algorithm is funny. So they this is an example of pretty privilege. This is her right here. Uh, this is the woman here. And she goes by, she goes by all in with Ari. We did a video on her and everybody questioned whether she was homeless or not. I said, yes, she lives in her car. She lives in her car by choice. She's in Southern California. So I said, I've lived in my car too. I've had to live in my car by choice. There's no sympathy here. She kind of used it as a sympathy angle, but she also said she's comfortable there. Now that's where I said something doesn't add up. Because she probably has the ability to easily find shelter, right? But she may not want to because she said she's an introvert and she's preferring to ride this out. But she had no plans of getting out of the situation, which I then said that's skeptical as well. I also said that um, that um, she probably can't can't get housing, meaning she can't qualify for an apartment because of something. I said maybe she has bad credit. But unfortunately, the internet is unforgiving and they went and dug in here because they said this story is just not believable. They said, number one, she's pretty. She, her hair is too good to be homeless, which listen, you can live in your car and have a gym membership and, you know, have places to shower and take care of yourself. But people weren't, people thought there was something wrong with this story. They were like, nah, you know, she admitted that she did drugs. She admitted that she would not consider a sugar daddy. She admitted that she's dating. Right. And so stuff was like, what is going on now? The Internet, as you know, will expose you, will expose you. And of course, we've had people in the manosphere be exposed for their history and criminal past as well. And then people want to take sides. Let me tell you uh, what I thought of this situation. I thought that she was a plant. Now, people don't realize that YouTube has had industry plants for quite a long time since the beginning of YouTube. Women, in particular, have been used as plants to promote something. They've been paid to promote something. Or they use these things as to uh, get careers out of it. And uh, they may have put themselves in a situation where they are, oh, poor me. And then quickly, quickly 
they get pushed through the algorithm or quickly they start getting donations from simps. And then all of a sudden they turn real fast, right? Life changes for them fast. Now I've been on YouTube for four years. Okay. Um, I haven't gone full time up until three, uh, three years. It took me three years to be like, okay, I think I could do this. She went and turned full time in two weeks. Of course, our lives are different, but listen to this. I'm going to show you how YouTube has pushed certain people and how certain people have been hired to create narratives that really doesn't exist. And we have to say, well, what is YouTube? All of us are characters at a particular point. This is the first known scam used by a young female to create prominence in a character on YouTube. Let's go ahead and play it right here for you new people who don't know about this. This is Lonely Girl 15. Pay attention. Hi guys, um, so this is my first video vlog. Okay, I gotta turn down the music. Uh, just so you know, it says right here, and this is Lonely Girl 15, aka Jessica Lee Rose in 2016. So this is her 10 years after Lonely Girl. And um, it says right here, the vlog featured Brie Avery, a character who appeared to be just an ordinary girl talking about her life and eventually her cult. Eventually, she joined a cult. Fair use on this one, yes. And so this it says, of course, it turned out to all be fake. The Blair Witch Project of YouTube. But that just cemented it as a cult phenomenon. So this happened 2006. Here it is. Oh, I'm just a girl here in the camera. And, and eventually, we found out a production company. Uh, she's going to explain it here. Of course, there's music in the background. Here it is right here. And I think more of this is going on on YouTube, okay? They had sort of pitched this whole thing as the Children of Anchor Cove, is what it was called. When we got there, they told us what it was going to be, and that it was going to be on the internet, and it was going to be on this thing called YouTube, and it was going to be called Lonely Girl 15. And I, like, my heart just dropped. When they told me what it was, I was like, this is one of those scams. Yeah, okay, but you participated in it, so it ain't yet, bro. She acted like, well, uh, but you were on the casting couch and you got pitched for this particular scam and you did it. Oh, well, well, well. This is probably porn or something really dodgy. I've been watching for a while and I really like. So all it takes, let's put a pretty fair hair skin, fair haired white girl out there and everybody will believe it and everybody falls for it. So when somebody does it in the future and they just take the formula, the formula of, hey, it's just me. I'm in my natural element and uh, believe me and support me, so forth and so on, without putting in any work. She ain't saying shit. Now, I come on here with prepare notes, research, all right, experience, and I actually do education, edutainment. I educate and entertain. These people just sitting there, all right? Here I am, doe-eyed girl, pay me. And the simps start doing what? Sending money. Here it is right here. A lot of you guys, they had us watch a few channels. I found it really strange and like voyeuristic just watching this other person's life. Well, what you need to know about my account is that it's really boring. So she's obviously using the neotness, um, neotness feminine characteristics. How she lowers her voice, pouty face. All right, she's showing shoulders and she's showing certain things. You know what I mean? Pretty soon her feet are going to be in the camera. And uh, she's kind of behind closed girls, girls next door, girl next door, inside my bedroom. It's always the same formula, right? And so you'll see later how this is being copied. Really boring. Really boring. The first video went 
massive. I mean, at the time, I think it got over 100,000 views, which. Which in that time was big. So she said the first video went massive. Remember that. Remember that. Remember these things when they copied these things, these formulas for success. Remember that. The first video went massive. Listen. It was insane on YouTube. I'm recording live from my bedroom. All right. So. When the cover was officially blown, it was about three days, I think, before my name was released. They found a old version of my um, photo bucket account and my MySpace account that I deleted. Then my picture was out there and it was like, okay, they know your name. Tomorrow we're doing a press conference. A lot of the hardcore fans were like really quite sad and I don't blame them. Like they, it's like you lose a friend, which is what a lot of people felt like. Like this, that girl doesn't actually exist. Um, but then it, it went really crazy once we were allowed to do whatever we wanted. I think that was actually the day that we filmed the I'm really, really, really excited video. All right. Really, 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 excited. Wow. So as you can see, this is nothing new. And I would not, and I would say, do not put it past people to have production companies behind her. Keep these in mind when you hear about this next woman's story, who is goes by Ari. Keep this in mind. Because she's now going to say casting directors are now contacting her. She's going to be a character on a reality show. Huh? Watch it in play, guys. Nothing new under the sun. So when people found out who is this person and why did YouTube's algorithm pick them up overnight? Why did the first video skyrocket and go viral? Right? Okay, think about it. All right, these things have been done and been done. Here's another example right here. Here's another example right here. Uh, this is um, Janelle Janelle Eliana. She was another one, and I made a video about her, and that thing got damn, back when I was monetized, that thing got hammered by the YouTube algorithm. They didn't want none of that. I think it got age-restricted and all of that. And I was like, what? I was like, this woman's making a video on how to shower living in a van, and she's damn near half-naked on every picture. She's standing in a bathing towel. Why did I get age-restricted? Why? I'm, I'm actually curious here. New, 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 new world Her first video, 18 million views. She hit a million subscribers in damn near a week. Okay. And she's paused right here at the 2 million mark. Remember, she skyrocketed. And everybody's like, what? I made a video at the time. I was like, everybody's like, something ain't right here. And then she was like, oh, I live in California off the side of Monterey. Could she be a YouTube employee? People thought she was a YouTube employee. How did she beat the algorithm? Her video was not 18 million views, how to shower living in a van. Then her production was very crisp. She had a snake. She had everything that was like very much production value. Very great production value for a first time video creator. You know what I mean? It was like, yo, uh, let me go ahead and fair use this. Here she is right here. All right, we'll play a couple of seconds here. So this was another one that people were like, uh-uh. Hello. I'm Janelle, and I live in a van with my pet snake, Alfredo. Today. Yeah, you know what I mean? So this was an example of her. her this is her first video. You know what I mean? People are like, what? And she shoots to a million, almost 2 million subscribers overnight. And she hasn't grown since then despite the fact that she's only posting very sporadically, very sporadically for a person that have a major following like this. 
you know, if you get two million subs, you posting every day. You posting every day. You like I'm about to get that bag, but she's posting very sporadically here. Ten days, two months, three months, four months. Um, then she left for damn near a year, a year, a year, a year, a year, and then two years. Right? If I got two million subs, I'm about to rake in the dough. She's almost halfway. You know what I mean? She was she was about to be the next Jake Paul overnight. So then people called it out and was like, "What is this shit?" Of course, she's bought a house. She's barely living in the van life anymore. She took her bag and ran, or as we call it right here, she's about to get her bag and run over here. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> right? This was the next, what people call the next lonely girl 15. So when people call out this woman as the next lonely girl 15, perhaps somebody's behind it. Why did her first video, let me see right here, which is very real. Now she's addressing if she's a scammer. Her first video, let's go ahead and pull it up. Like the Lonely Girl 15, like Janelle Eliana, her first video goes viral. Huh? So if we don't want to call her a grift, maybe. Is she a scammer? Maybe. But something's up here when your first video can go a million and you got 83,000 subs overnight. People can call this jealousy if you want. You're just jealous. Okay, call it what you want. But something's up here. Knowing the history of how these things work, something is up. Okay. Let's get into the juicy details. So she says she's a homeless girl. Uh, let's see here. She is a, where is it at? She's she's homeless or she lives in her car. She's not I homeless. And uh, she gives reasons why. Now, this is where it gets weird. And uh, we'll talk about her criminal past, okay? Which I don't really care about. She's a criminal. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't surprise me. Uh, uh, and some people will be like, yeah, there was people in the manosphere that have been able to say, I really don't care about her criminal past because most of it was scammer shit anyway, right? She had some theft. She had DUI, which kind of explains why she's been hiding in her car, living in car places. Um, here it is right here. Um, she also has, she also has allegedly a custody issue with her son, which she never mentioned, but I don't say she has to mention her son early on. Maybe she would have revealed it later on. She never revealed it. She also said she was a victim of domestic violation, not by the son's father, but by another male, which is egregious. Again, it goes against, it goes towards the damsel in distress formula that I've talked about with women. It's a warning sign. She said she was a part of domestic violation. That was a warning sign. She also probably has a, a past drug history. She also has a situation that people have, have found that she has a son that she allegedly had some abusive, um, alleged child abuse, right? The kid had skull fractures. Her parents, her own parents who adopted her has also come out in court against her for being a reckless mother. Okay, so this is all prior to her coming on YouTube and blowing up. Huh? This This is all her past life that she did not mention, which I would say she does not have to mention, but this does open her up to be a scammer and a, a, a fraud at this particular point, because what she did was what she did was, and let's go full screen. Let's go full screen. What she did was she tried to say, I'm just a godly introvert who ended up in this situation by choice. I decided to live here and uh, poor me. Then when people started wanting to fill in the blanks, she didn't fill in the blanks, right? She basically said, well, 
and we'll play a clip. I was uh, in a domestic violence situation and I had to escape it. Well, that's where you messed up. She played the damsel in distress, which I'm against. You can't play the damsel in distress. Now you're a fraud because you used the one card that's going to generate um, empathy or sympathy for you and make people open their wallets. And believe it or not, there's a lot of women. And I'm going to show you the comment section of the women going in on her. So if you think I'm going in on her hardcore, you should see what the women are calling her. The women are going all in on this person. So I'll call, I'll, I'll show and prove that. So with that being said, let's, um, let's, let's share this story here just a little bit, Joe, so you can see what happened to this one. And this is all in a matter of three weeks. And she named herself, she says right here. Hi, my name is Ariana. I currently live in California in my car and on my faith. Bullshit. She tried to use the Christian car, which again, what did I warn you guys about, about the, war, the, the, the lukewarm Christians, the born again Christians? I warned you against them. Here it is. She tried to use the Christian card on you and it's bullshit. What else does she say here? She says here, I don't know where she put this on, on Patreon. I'm not sure. Or this is her description box. My life is not typical. That's true. So I thought it would be fun to show you guys just how I live and hopefully bring some awareness to homelessness. Okay. <laughs> All right. I see a lot of you are wanting to send me donations. Thank you so much. So this is where she's going to say, I didn't ask for money. Okay. She's going to try to wriggle out of the grift by saying, I didn't ask for money. You decided to donate, right? But you use sympathy, damsel in distress, and God. And Jesus cheesed himself. Mm, not even I will do that. I'm on the dark side over here. Not even I did that. <laughs> she used everything. She used everything. The domestic violence, God. She didn't mention her kid here. She doesn't have to mention her kid. But when there's abuse related to the kid and she has, she lost custody of the kid, and people ask, how did you become homeless? That probably should have came in, but she didn't mention it. So that's why then she's fraudulent. Says right here, this is not, he says, this is, wait, this is not at all why I'm here. But people are attempting to send me money anyway, so I created a cash app account for you guys. This, okay, that part right there tells me she's either a narcissist she planned this out or she has somebody behind her that's very crafty that can phrase this language just to show that she did not ask for money. That takes a very clever person to do. Okay, that takes a very clever person to do. So you can then say, I didn't ask for the donations. Huh? This is what she did. So she either has somebody behind her to tell her this is what you need to say which would not surprise me at this point. We already showed you that that's highly probable for a person to do in her situation, a casting director, a person, or a lawyer. Don't, don't ask for the money. Just say, well, since you want to send me the money, huh? That, that is very damn clever to do. And it says Patreons to come, which he did sign up, uh, sign up for a Patreon. And thank you all. God bless. And I know some people are like, well, you sitting here asking for money. Well, I'm entertaining your ass. All right. And there's her cash app. Do not send her no money. Let's go ahead and play a little bit of this. My name is Ariana and I am homeless. 
Now that she already lying. That's two lies right there. Her name is not Ariana, but her character name is Ariana. Okay. All right, and she's not homeless. She's been forced into homelessness, but she lives in her car continuing. I will be thirty-two. This um, I think uh, I don't know. Somebody questioned her age, but I don't care. It's Monday. Oh, they did say she used a false birthday. Okay, so they said that she did use a false birthday. That's what her age. I knew there was something. Her birthday is not actually what she said it was here on YouTube. Again, if you're a character and you're playing this out as a character, we've seen this in the Manosphere and people say, oh, this is fraud and all this stuff. Well, the person was playing a character. I have no idea. She's playing a character in which the character's birthday is somewhere in July. But her real birthday and her real name does not prove that to be the case. Is she a liar or a grifter? Huh? What are we doing? The 25th of July. Yep. And her birthday is not 25th of July in, in real life. But if she's lonely girl 15, her birthday is July 25th. And I won't be celebrating. <laughs> um, I don't have any family or friends. I do have a full-time job. Uh, here it is right here. They, boy, I'm telling you, man, the internet's going crazy on her. 32-year-old female self-identifies uh, as an introvert. All right, proclaims deep relationships with God. She used that one, was employed full-time. We're going to go over that. She quit her job immediately after YouTube video went viral. Odd. Because I don't know, man, she ain't even got a damn YouTube check yet. And she already quit her job. Interesting. Well, she didn't need the YouTube check. She got cash apps. She has no such social network or friends. Not, met, not, 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 sorry, not motivated to work or seek housing. I call that red flag out. All right, because I said she could easily seek housing, but there's something wrong. There's a reason why. Ask for help in the video. Eh, receives essential donations. Hey, it is what it is. I don't, I don't mind that she's received donations. It's under why she see, uh, see, received donations. Oh, she had no visible social media other than YouTube. Red flag. So when you went to go look for her, she had no Instagram. She had no Instagram under the name Ari and all of this stuff, which is a red flag. You would always have something associated with that offsite. If you can't find them on Twitter and all of that stuff, high school, I'm sure people look me the hell up, right? All right. Uh, you can find that I'm Coach Greg Adams everywhere. And then you can actually Google Greg Adams and then see that I was a basketball coach. So none of that, uh, things panned out for the for the most part. Let's go ahead and play this and i live in my car and i have lived in my car for the last seven months now there's that fair use <laughs> um it's lonely what the hell it's definitely lonely get back but to her i'm also a very introverted person so it's only lonely occasionally it's i'm actually enjoying it because i have all this freedom and solitude and Somebody says an introvert who has who goes right up on camera on her first YouTube video. I don't disagree with that. I mean, I'm somewhat introverted as well, but I can speak on camera. So I don't agree with that being a red flag per se. But she's using the what? Remember Lonely Girl? I said she's lightening her voice. Oh, and I'm this and that. and I, That's a characteristic of her using femininity to her advantage. I just I make my own rules. I'm not bound to a mortgage, so there's a lot of upsides to it. Our melons. One funny thing about me 
one of my quirks. By the way, this product placement, you know what I mean? When I talk about how YouTube can, it's YouTube's the new movies. We're the new movies. We're the new entertainment industry. And never think that product placement is accidental. Continuing. Yes, you could call it. I have absolutely no sense of direction. I got a stove. I got a potty. And I got a bed. I'm good. I officially quit my job. So this person's quit her job after 80,000 subscribers, zero YouTube checks, and more checks on the way. By the way, she won't get canceled. She'll be fine. She'll develop a little audience of sympathetic people, whether they like her or not. She'll be fine. Uh, her first couple of videos will get attacked on by the comments section, and she'll be fine. And I have decided to do YouTube full-time. And that's incredibly quick. And I moved. I left Ventura County and what? now I'm in LA. Damn, that's quick. But she's in the car, so I guess you know what I mean. Yes. I went to Mercedes Benz. First of all, I've never been to Mercedes Benz dealership. All right. So this person's living in her car and she's already at Mercedes Benz. I got money. <laughs> she's already at Mercedes Benz. Now. What is she looking for at Mercedes Benz? But not just any Mercedes Benz dealership. I'm at the one in Beverly Hills. Just because it was the closest one to where I was. All right. So she was just in Ventura County, went to L.A. She was in Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills, by the way. Beverly Hills is not a place to park your car. I don't know if you know the demographic or the layout of California, Southern California. There's no homeless spot near Beverly Hills where you can park your car and safely be secure. You'd be more likely to be on the coast. Beverly Hills is not that near the coast to be out in Beverly Hills. Oh boy. Continuing. So uh, this isn't for my haters, by the way, this is for the people who love me and understand that. So now she's crying. This is my story, and I'm just taking you guys along for the ride. If you don't like it, don't watch it. If you don't like it. She kind of in tears now. Say, don't watch it. But if you feel the need to comment, great. That helps my channel. So <laughs> whatever, whatever floats your boat. I, I'm here for my supporters, and I've been here less than a week. Like just a few days, and I've already been asked out on three dates. All right, there you go. So uh people were worrying about her relationship status and that it doesn't make sense. You know, somebody would see her and definitely come to her rescue and move her in. I mean, a simp would move her in immediately. Let me just say this one time. I'm not interested in dating, I'm interested in getting involved. Um, I'm flattered, I appreciate it, I take it as a compliment, but no, I I'm doing my own thing and I'm happy and I don't need it. All right. So she's like, I don't, I don't need the date. I don't need to do any of that stuff and all of this stuff here. So uh, this video's kind of, you know, they went, they went overboard and trying to call her out and copying. She's copying other homeless girl swags. And this video is also showing that a lot of girls are turning to being van life, bus life, homeless life, and they're getting significant followings like overnight. And they're copying the same formula. So, YouTube is a place where people do copy other people's success and formulas to become successful. It is what it is. Not saying that that's bad, but what they're trying to point out is she's copying their, their formula and she's trying to say it was unintentional. 
and I just showed my you I was just showing you how how to live van life or car life. But um they also called her out on this one. So let me show you this right here. Uh her real name is allegedly and I don't agree with this so much but if she's harming people or stealing for people then I would say yes she should be called out and doxed. I'm not on believe in doxing too much. I'm kind of like there's a fine line between getting too personal especially when you're pulling up family members information. Right. I don't think people need to be pulling up family members unless it was a situation where it was harmful to someone. And in her situation, it qualifies, unfortunately, because she was allegedly harmful to her son. Let's blow this up. Pause. Uh, so this is allegedly an affidavit from her adopted father. Unfortunately, we have to say their names. Uh, known to all. He says, no, he says, no, all men by their, uh, these presents that I, Ronald Spur, age 74, father of Ronnie Spur. This is her real name, Ronnie Spur. It's not Allie or what is it? Ari. It's not Ari. As she said in her YouTube video, which people were uncomfortable with and saw the red flags immediately. They're like, this person is not real. Age 23, do hereby state under oath. As follows, this is an affidavit on their oath. I have concerns as to the care of my grandson. And unfortunately, I'm, I'm not going to say the son's name. Date of birth on this day. Ronnie Spur, this is Ari, is my granddaughter who I adopted at age two. Ronnie um, has always lived with my wife, her adopted mother. And I'm not going to say the person's name because I'm not about to hear uh, dox these people. And since and I since then, I love my daughter very much and know that she loves her baby and means well, but she is just not very responsible when it comes to her baby's care. So she's a single mother. She's a single mother. After the baby was born, Ronnie has on at least three occasions, in my opinion, acted irrational or irresponsibly regarding the care of the baby. Uh, she had the baby in praying mantis the father. Okay, Ronnie would simply leave the baby with us and stay gone for a few days. Okay, here we go. In these streets. Yep. Without either of us knowing where she was or have any way of contact, contacting her in case of an emergency with the baby or with us for that matter. Now, she was a young woman at this point, age 23, and had a baby out of wedlock, and she wanted to be in these streets. In these streets. Recently, Ronnie and her mother, my wife, had an argument where Ronnie cursed and Ronnie cursed and threatened my wife. I believe the threat was that she would slap the F, slap her F in face. I was present when this happened. This scared my wife and Ronnie was asked to leave our home and we changed the locks on our house. Now, listen, listen, that would be a threat and that would go against the imagery that she's putting out, unfortunately, right? She's doing the damsel in distress. Am I not correcting that? She's doing the damsel in distress. She's turning to God and she's saying, hey, I just end up here because I was in a domestic violence situation. Some people are saying if you're in a domestic violence situation, you wouldn't show where you are because you would fear that the person would find you. There's all kind of stuff going on here. Continuing with the argument here. I'm sorry, but the affidavit, this scared my wife and Ronnie was asked to leave the house and we changed the locks to our home. Ronnie, a few days later, 
came in through the garage stalker style by using the garage door opener out of my truck. Damn. Oh my goodness. (laughs) This was look, never leave your garage opener in your car outside. What the hell's wrong with you people? Never ever leave your garage door opener in your car, the car parked outside. Damn. What are you stupid? Um, anyway, it says right here, which she knew the combination to. So she didn't break into the truck. She knew the combination, the combination. She left again when requested. Okay. I know that this will be presented in a custody case and swear that the statements are true and correct, even though it distresses me to make them. I I'm scheduled for triple bypass heart surgery on the 10th. Okay. That's too much information. All right. But, uh, for the person. So she has a custody case. She lost custody of her son. She's now allegedly on the run living in a car. She never mentioned that she had this son custody issue. And she just said she had a domestic violence case. But now she's shopping for Mercedes-Benz trucks off of donation money. But she's not having an association with her son who allegedly had skull crush, skull fracture damage during her care. Okay. Do you guys think, do you guys think that this is a, this is vital to her story? Now she's blowing up on YouTube. Is this important information? Should you know this? Should she have disclosed this? This is all things that people should talk about because I'm of the belief that I don't think she should have disclosed it up front. No. But to play the damsel in distress and domestic violence card? Oh, hell no. See, now this is why you have to vet women. She also has a driving under the influence situation, and she also has a couple of failures to appear in court. Could she have a warrant out for her arrest in Arkansas? There's a whole bunch of things here. And my problem is YouTube favored her in the algorithm. As another classic example of number one, woman privilege, pretty privilege. And we need this. Why are we getting squashed over here by the algorithm? And these people get the fair rise. 85. Dude, I barely got 10,000 subs on my coach Greg Adams channel in a year. I just crashed across 200,000 when I had 192,000 a year and a half ago. (laughs) And I was passing everybody up. Now everybody done passed me up and I'm sitting back like, damn, what happened? But I got 75,000 over here. So I'm over 300,000. Technically. Because you ain't cute, coach. I know. So does YouTube bear responsibility? By promoting these channels without doing their due diligence. Or is this an insider scam? Okay, here it is right here. It says right here, she's got her. Oh, wait, y'all can't see. Oh, yeah, y'all can see it. it says right here, these are text messages. She got her 10-year-old son taken uh, that got taken away because from her because they think they shook the baby and dropped him. Who is they? She will get caught eventually. I wasn't aware of me being all over the internet. Are these her text messages? Who got this shit? All right, come on, man. I can't even figure this shit out. Let's go to the comment section to see how women are roasting her ass. All right, it's not just men roasting her. Let me turn that off. Oh, I meant to keep that comment section. Damn it. Um, People do be looking your ass up. I tell you, man. Okay. Oh, that's me. That's me. Women are roasting her ass. Here it is right here. 
Here's a, here, there's a lot of women's profiles. I don't know if these are bots. Holy moly, did you read the court filing for emergency relief on the custody papers? The father was given custody over the baby, having extreme uh, extensive head injuries, including a skull fracture at three months old. And these are the bills that she is not paying instead of looking at Mercedes Benz. My God, this woman is the worst of the worst. Somebody wants me to zoom in? Zoom, zoom, zoom. Uh, let's see here. This is about as close as I could get. Double RTV is funny how this homeless woman, quote, can get monetized on YouTube and get so many people to support monetarily to the point it changes her quality of life. Meanwhile, men would have been just told to get a job. So I could focus on my career. Here's a woman. This is a slap to the face for those of us who are truly struggling. Thank you for the video, sir. Here's a mama son. It's really hard to lose custody of your ch child as a woman. That's horrible. I'm not saying she has to tell the internet all of her business, but it's shady. And that she made it seem like all of her family was so horrible, but she never talked about how she herself made a lot of mistakes. Just painting herself as a victim when it appears that she uh, abandoned, I don't know what the rest of there. So again, people are going to be critical of me saying this, but a lot of women are going, mm. it says right here, I was sucked in at first. This is a woman. Not to the extent of sending her money, though, and subscribe. But as soon as I saw her video where she talked about quitting her job to do YouTube full time after just a couple of weeks, I knew she was nuts. It says right here, the shopping for the van at the Mercedes Benz video and her talking about getting a casting director emails. I don't know why I can't see the whole thing here. Maybe it's because I'm blowing up tight. Amanda Nicole, I had a feeling something was up with her. She came across my feed the other day, and I was curious about her. But after watching two of her videos, something just did not sit right with me. My spidey senses definitely picked up that there was more to the story than she was portraying. Thanks for sharing. Oh, and she smokes the weed out. Yes, she quit her job. Let me see. There are a couple more videos. Thank you for this video. This is Nancy. I was so close to donating. But there was way too many people saying she was a scammer. So I waited and prayed over it. And bam, seems like overnight God answered my prayers. I was raised in an in a, a abusive household and was in relationships with my kid's father. That was also abusive, but I felt bad for her. But yikes, this is, I don't know what the hell the rest of this is. So again, you're having many women. since This is Samantha. Since she quit her job, she can't finance a Mercedes van. She knows that. She must know that if she does buy one, that means she'll have the she'll have to pay cash. Sorry. Also, with that extensive criminal history, mystery solved why she's living in her car. She can't get an apartment in California, which I said with a criminal history like that. I called that one out. I was skeptical. I was like, maybe. But I said the reason why she's living in her car is she can't get an apartment. She can't pass the background check. Um, let me see a couple of um, women here. I hate to admit that I'm 50 and fell for it at first because I spent many years in an abusive relationship. So this is where people got scammed and this is where she misled them on the abusive relationship and people she tied into that and everybody started feeling bad for her. But this is why I tell you, never trust a woman that said she was in an abusive relationship. You got to do your due diligence. In hindsight, most abusers would have never let her take a vacation alone to California. Like she said, she told them to get away. I could go to the bath. I couldn't go to the bathroom without being questioned.
Okay. Let me see here. I'm going for another woman just so you can see that people, women are hating after watching this. Uh, okay. Let me see here. This is, um, okay. Let me see if I can find one more and then we'll go to the comments here. <laughs> she was what? Oh, somebody says, I knew she was installed like a toilet seat from day one. I felt that she hooked up with someone who knew the YouTube algorithm and planned this whole thing out. How does a girl with no experience know how to edit her videos? I agree. I called that out, too. I said, jump cut, jump cut, jump cut. Nobody makes jump cut videos for their first video. Not like that. And so she had jump cut, jump cut. Come on, man. She has the girl with no experience know how to edit her videos, come up with catchy titles to generate clicks, and know exactly what to say in her videos all from her car. Hey, let me just tell you something. I have been contacted by women to help them run their social media. Okay, so this is just an inside tip here. It was the inside tip. Some of my first, so women have contacted me to say, hey, can you help me with their social media, whether it be on YouTube, Instagram, and or OnlyFans. With that being said, they're leveraging my experience so they can just jump right ahead of the game. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that she has someone like that. It may not be somebody that says, hey, um, I'm a casting director. It could be. Lonely Girl 15 is proof that it could be. But it could be somebody that knows how to get past all of that. And then YouTube says, yeah, we're going to favor her pretty privilege or inside work. And then they phew, take it to the top, right? If you see some of my struggling ass videos from the beginning of my YouTube career, right? My YouTube career. So I could focus on my career. She has a video saying a casting director has called her. Uh, called her. Let me see here. Let's show you that to be on a reality show. Here you go right here. Let's go ahead and play it. See something right here. This is this is pretty privileged or this is a plant or this is a scammer. It's one of the two. It's not a real authentic situation. Although there's certain things that are authentic. Not so much. Hey, Melons. All right. It's time to get real. As you all know, I'm sure by now. You have heard of or seen. Yeah, this is not a, her skin too damn good. I would fold this bra. Never mind. So now this is her response video to the the outing, the doxing, essentially, that has happened to her overnight. So she went from celebrity overnight to now she's responding to the criticism. The whole RA's a scammer. Uh, Fair use news <laughs> so <laughs> i don't i wouldn't want her to be crying but she seems very not concerned about it <laughs> you know what i mean she laughing she giggling in your face bruh hey i know a woman just like this and she kind of looks like her and in the sense that she has a very light voice and very nice and be praising god and you're like well why are you struggling when you find out why, you'd be like, damn, they hide the truth. They be having felonies and shit. RA's a scammer. Uh, 
news. <laughs> Where do I begin? Am I a scammer? Am I scamming the people? <laughs> Let me think about it. <laughs> she said, Let me think about that, bro. She was like, Am I scamming? Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> Man, she get piped down viciously by the CGA. I will fold her ass all the way up. Anyway. Short answer. Short answer. I'm going to be real with you guys like I have from day one. I hope this gives peace to the people that want to believe in me, but they're kind of like on the fence. Like, eh, is she like scamming us or is she legit? Like, is she genuine? You have to understand. I'm very green. Okay. Uh, this YouTube. <laughs> I'm a finder. On, new to me. My, I'm going to find her on seeking arrangements for sure. Subscribers, the amount of subscribers I have is she got that. Uh, she got some eggs over here. What the hell? Something that I've never seen before or experienced or was even going for in the beginning. Um, when I made this channel, it was on a whim, it was raw, it was definitely not premeditated. I was literally sitting in my car one day. I remember I was sitting at the park. Um, what happened to all the jump cuts? What happened to all the edits? Let, let, let me go back and just show you something because she, she was called. I'm going to come back to this video. Potentially. Th this is her most current video. Let's, let's go back to her first video. I'm going to show you the difference. This is what, this is what I'm going to show you. Just grab, I just read and I won't be celebrating. There it is. Um, I don't have any family or friends. She's using a light voice. Have a full time job. And there's a there's a jump cut. You see the jump cut? You see the jump cut? I live in my car, and I have lived in my car for the last seven months now. Jump cut right there. There's another one. Every five seconds. Um, it's lonely. It's definitely if you blink, lonely. you miss it. But I am Sympathy. also a very introverted person, so it's only lonely occasionally. It's I'm actually there. It is. There's another one. There's another one. So, dude, I'm telling you, as a first-time YouTuber, now let's go back to her just previous video. Let's go back to her last video. You'll see no jump cuts. News. It's just raw. No, mm. oh, there's one right there. I lied. Oh there's another God. one. There's another one. She just literally double jump cut right there. News. That's one. Mm. That's two. Where do I begin? Am I That's three. Dude, I'm telling you, man, when you're first doing YouTube, you're not about to do all them jump cuts. <laughs> yeah. He's just wanted to trim the video time. Nah. First timer? She just said she did YouTube on a whim. Mm. Am I scamming the people? Short answer? Yep, there's another no. one. There's another one. There's another one. Guys, like I have from day one. I hope this gives one. peace to the people that want to believe in me, but they're kind of like on the fence. Like, eh, is she like scamming us or is she legit? Like, is she genuine? You have to understand. I'm very green. Okay. Uh, this YouTube thing is all new to me. Huh? <laughs> it's all new to me. Cut, 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 cut. Somebody helping her, man. You in the car uh, jump cutting? Okay. My subscription. Subscribers, the amount of subscribers I have is something that I've never seen before or experienced. Somebody said, what does green mean? That means new. That means kind of like you're, you're not ripe yet. 
you're you're brand new, like a banana. The banana's still green. Or was even going for in the beginning. Um, when I made this channel, it was on a whim. It was it on a whim. It was raw. It was definitely not premeditated. I was literally sitting in my car one day. I remember I was sitting at the park um, and I was just feeling down like about my whole situation. And so when I started to watch um, videos of people who are in the same situation as me, yeah, it uplifted me and it gave me motive and encouragement to put out a video for the people that are going through the same things, but just haven't spoken about it or haven't wanted to talk about it. I never had the intentions to gain pity or sympathy from anybody. That's I don't think so. Not what this was at all. It was purely to show others that it doesn't matter what happens to you in life. You can always have a positive outlook on it you can always make it better you can take what's given to you and make the best out of piano it music. and still live a very happy life whether you believe in god or, or whatever that's just me personally I, I put my faith and trust in god um but anybody can make the best out of a not so great situation and that's what i'm doing and i'm letting you guys see that um I don't where's the jump cut there um claim to be some poor like run down living on the streets type homeless person that needs people's money that that's not what this is that's not it has ever been about so watch this now this is where it gets really specific she's gonna say i never asked y'all for money i never once asked for donations i don't even ask people to subscribe to my channel or like i don't even ask people to subscribe uh -uh. So that's that's very crafty that she actually is aware of that. I just put it out there. I didn't ask you to subscribe. I didn't ask for no money. Y'all chose to send me the money. Y'all asked me for the Patreon. Y'all asked me for the Cash App. Like my videos. The way I see it, if you want to subscribe, great. If you don't, great. You know what I mean? Like people are going to do what they want to do. I'm not going to try to persuade you to subscribe to me or believe me. Um, I'm a real person and while I'm getting a lot of great and beautiful and uplifting feedback, I'm also getting a lot of hate as well. So she's saying that some people say she's kind of right. Yeah, she didn't ask for the money, but the way she portrayed herself is as a victim. She used the victim card knowing that you would do it. It's kind of like um, preachers really don't ask you the for the money for, for the most part. You give it. Okay, in this situation, people are trying to now, well, what are you doing out here? I'm in edutainment and I'm providing information. All right. So I'm giving you some bearing, some stimulus of help or therapy or support with that. She's just saying, hey, I'm the victim. I'm living in my car. This is what it is. Oh, give me some money or I'll take some money. Which is to be expected. I understand that. Like, that's just like part of YouTube. And it's definitely part of having such a big following. Um, I understand that that comes with the territory. I have been real and raw from real the start. No, not so much. But the start, of, it's like people expect me to be down and out every day. This is essentially Millie Vanilli. All right. Um, this is Millie Vanilli. What happened was Millie Vanilli was put out there 
Um, everybody behind the scenes knew Millie Vanilli was a fraud, but they didn't think they would win Grammys, right? So what happened was Millie Vanilli thought they would make a couple of dollars and do the album and then skedaddle. They make a couple of dollars under the on the low. But Millie Vanilli became internationally famous and they started doing concerts in arenas and, and football stadiums. And then they were called out as a fraud. And this is a case of, hey, I think I can do this, but I don't want to get that big that fast. She got too big too fast. She got too big too fast. Remember, I told you, what did I tell you this in social media? You don't want to get too big too fast. I said this about Andrew Tate. Remember that? I was like, mm, that's not going to work for him. He got too big too fast and drew too many eyes. She got too big too fast. It's too fast. You don't want to get too big too fast because then people are going to start investigating. <laughs> like, yeah, in my first video, I was a little more somber because I was having one of those days. People go through emotions and it's it would be asinine to believe that if you're down and out one day, that's how you are every other day. I mean, people are happy some days and they're down other days. Now, she's using this voice, but she's allegedly broke into her her father's truck and cursing her her mama out. <laughs> Somebody said he already rich, though. No, 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 no. It don't matter. We're talking about presence. We're not talking about money. All right. We're talking about what happens on social media when you get too big too fast. I don't care about the money. That's just how life is. I've been doing this for seven months before I even started my YouTube channel. It's like there were some days that this whole living in my car thing kind of just bummed me out because because you were running. <laughs> it would be nice to have an apartment, you know, and I had those thoughts on some days, but you can't get one. But most days I found the joys out of it, the freedoms out of it, the positives. Well, because. You have to because you're in a situation where you can't qualify. Your criminal history is preventing you from that, which she, let's put this. Should she have? <laughs> she's a fugitive. I'm going to ask the I'm going to ask the coach gang. Then we'll be done with this one. Should she have? Should she have disclosed that her criminal past prevents her from getting a house? Criminal past prevents her from getting an apartment because she's saying she's homeless and by choice. All right. So this is interesting because, because I think maybe that part of the story would have come out later, right? She can only tell so many angles, but she used the sympathy first. And then she was eventually going to tell you that she had a lost her custody, that she was a criminal. Maybe she would have told you. All right, people saying yes. Some people said no. All right, interesting here. Let's get to the Super Chats. We'll be a two-hour show today. Well, two hour and 15 minutes. She's a felon. Should she have disclosed that she was a felon? This is a tough one. Yeah, she got to, she piling on the lies, though. Because at some particular point, maybe if you would have given her $10,000 over the year, um, maybe you would have been like, you should have told me you were a felon. That that's vital information. What the hell? I done got kicked out of PayPal. They don't want me to do PayPal's. Here we go. I know we probably have a lot of brothers over here. Oh no, we don't. <laughs> oh, we got it. Uh, here we go. Uh, did we go? Uh, okay, we had the brother telling us psychology is a scam. 
it's it's a carny. It's definitely uh more more or less, and I don't want to diss the people see in psychology, but I've dissed teachers, <laughs> I've dissed a whole bunch of people, I've dissed everybody's profession, even my own. I've talked about fitness trainers and all of that stuff and YouTubers. I'm not above board of dissing a profession that I'm a part of. I talked about trainers being scams as well. Shout out to Red Pill Canuck here. He says, thank you so much for the coaching call yesterday. Guys, if you can skip a dinner date with these XXs, book a coaching call. It will change your life. And I did a coaching call with this uh, this weekend. I got two today. Coaching program on the way. Um, you can get it on clarity.fm backslash Greg Adams. He says, book a coaching call. It will change your life. Very insightful and great to talk to you. By the way, I'm going to Monday Night Raw tonight. All because I'm a free agent. Shout out to the coach gang and many blessings to you. Shout out to you. All right. Uh, you kind of gave away your location. <laughs> all right. But anyway, we're not doxing you. Appreciate you for uh, being here and uh, good luck with what we were talking about. Uh, double R's in the building. Jim status says the only therapy a man needs is the pursuit of money, power, respect, fitness, and freedom. Everything else is crap. The only reason you need to live as a man is it is the fact that you're a man and you can figure things out. And that's it. Also, hit the like button and be, or become a stepdaddy as at best. Well, one thing that the that I would want a therapist to ask, I don't know if they do, is do you exercise? How much sleep do you get? I would assume that they would ask that. How much exercise are you doing? How much sleep are you getting? Do you watch too much programming? Are you employed full-time? Do you have a plan in life? They probably ask these things. What's your nutrition like? How many times do you? I'm sure they ask that. Now, if they don't get you on that path first, path first and they get you, I, I think that's suspect. Because you can get a lot out of sleeping right, eating right, and getting away from your addictions. A lot of these things that they call diseases are symptoms to me. Again, I'm not a professional, but I think they're symptoms. Again, I don't get enough sleep. It's a symptom of what? You're either anxious, you have bad sleeping habits, you're on drugs, something. <laughs> okay, you can just be like, I need therapy because I can't sleep. You're guilty. You have a guilty conscience. You can't pattern your life. You are incapable, or as they call it, you're in um you're incompetent. You're an incompetent human being who can't manage their own life, but you're probably a manager at a thrift store or some shit like that. You're incompetent. So that's what you have, incompetency. You can't manage your own life. Okay, how about this one? <laughs> People hate me. I'm depressed. That sounds like a symptom. Why? Let's discover why you're depressed, all right? Uh, you're incompetent. <laughs> You don't have a plan. You ain't exercising. Your hormones are off. You can't just be like, well, I got a disease called depression. Oh, no, 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 no. That would be a symptom. You, why are you, you got to figure out why. Okay, and then we find why. You got broken home syndrome. You a simp. Your relationships are bad. You're incompetent. You drink like, you, you drink alcohol. You smoke weed. I mean, there's a whole bunch of, you lazy, you're a damn, you need, you're an oxygen thief. But people didn't say these are diseases. These are, no, 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 no. Th these are symptoms. Find out why. I'm stressed. Is that a disease? No. You're stressed about what? 
You ain't got no money. You're incompetent. You can't master your own life. You have no plan. Bills are piling up. You selling peace leave. You, you're you you're worried people going to figure you out. That's, come on. You don't eat right. You ain't got no money. These are all symptoms, in my opinion. Or you live a fraudulent life. You're some way on social media, but in real life, you a sucker. See, these are all situations where I say we're all leading it in the situation where, okay, I need $250 a month worth of therapy. No, you need to figure out why. Do you exercise? Do you fornicate? Do you over fornicate? Maybe you took too many men salami. That could cause some depression and stress and anxiety. You're cheating. You're having an affair. Come on. That causes depression, stress, and anxiety. He says people... People in the medical field ain't going to like me. Or somebody says you have a job. That will be depressing. You work. Okay, what about this? You work a job you hate. That will cause anxiety, depression, and stress. Every day I would wake up. Shit. <laughs> uh, come on. New, 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 new world order. Yeah, you jerking off too much. That'd be depressive. You get tired of jerking off to that fat person. You're like, damn, I'm watching debaucherous prawn again. Maybe you don't get none. I'm, come on, man. I, I'm just thinking. It's pretty. <laughs> Look, they scrambling now. They like. <laughs> so easy fixes. I don't know if they do these things, address them. I'm hoping they do. You don't take a shower. You know, when you didn't sat around all weekend, last shower you took was Friday morning to go to work. Last shower, the next shower you took was mon Monday morning. That would cause depression, stress, and anxiety. <laughs> and you walking, you walking around here functified. So functified, and you sat around in your bodily order odor. Yeah, I'd be depressed, feet smelling like corn nuts. I'd be depressed too about myself. I'd be looking at myself. You sitting on that blanket all day on your couch, Friday to Monday morning. Yeah, I would look at my life going, "What am I making of my life?" <laughs> Come on, do your own damn thing here. All right, uh, no government name is in a bit. Oh, what about if you live in a house, a small house, and there's five generations of people living in that house? Yeah, <laughs> I would be depressed too. I wake up every day, damn, people all in your business. You can't go jerk off by yourself. Every time you want to leave the house, somebody asking you where you going. Yeah, I'd be depressed too. How about people with miserable marriages? I'd be stressed out too and depressed. Have you ever been in a miserable marriage? Nothing more alone than being in a miserable marriage, which a lot of people live every day. Let me show you. Let me show you this. Let me show you this guy right here. Is he depressed? What's the symptom of this guy right here? Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game, Playing the ring game yeah. that he made. Which is okay with me. 
Because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing a ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. Imagine that. Does he look excited about life? Every day he wakes up. Shit. His own daughter. Dad, what are you doing? He's like, oh. I just got to get through life. With this wife sitting up there like a bump on a log. Does anybody care about his symptoms? No, nobody cares. Just, just make it. Just, just man up and buy her gifts and leave her alone. Nobody cares about him. Nobody cares about his depression, his stress, or anxiety. Nobody cares. They just tell him to do his job. Do your job, pay the bills, and watch her blow up like the good year blimp. Nobody cares. If they really cared about men, they would go to married men and try to save them first. But no. Nah, you worried about the lonely single men. How about save these married men from these wives? Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game that he made, which is okay with me. Because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing a ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. I guarantee you, if he went to marriage counseling, they would tell him everything wrong about his ass. You play too much ring game. Instead of playing ring game, you could be taking your lovely wife out for a date. Look at her. She looks lovely, doesn't she? He looking over at her like. He like. Lovely wife. <laughs> All right, let me stop pissing people off. Shout out to no government name says went to seven different therapists with potentially borderline personality disordered X. As long as the therapist was going in on me, the ex was fine. As soon as the therapist started uh, in on the ex, she wanted to find a new therapist. Yeah. Um, you guys seen those memes where um, they're saying, all right, this is what marriage counseling is like. And then um, the marriage counselor, there's, you, you can only see the couple. And then the marriage counselor asked about the wife. It, do you, are you having a good life with your wife? And then the wife chimes in, tell her yes. Tell her I said yes. You seen those memes? There's truth in humor. And this is how men go uh, when they go to marriage counseling. They, there's no win for him there. This is only going to be L's. Nine times out of ten. Shout out to Deadly Ellie. Uh, this, posing, this posing as homeless seems lucrative. I'm going to try this as a guy. Wish me luck. Mm. Nah, nobody ever feels sympathy for me. You know, I lost my damn kids and all that shit. Nobody feels sympathy for no homeless ass dude. You put yourself there. You chose to be. Okay. Shout out to Rodrigo De Silva, RDS sub coach, doing eight minutes. Do, uh, I says, do, do eight minutes? Do eight minutes daily workouts really help lose weight? Also, I run for 50 minutes four times a week. Okay. Eight minutes daily workout help to lose weight. Mm. Not saying that you need an hour, but eight minutes over time, yes. It might take, it's kind of like compound interest. If I if I invest $5, it might take me 50, 11 years to be a millionaire. So if I do eight minutes of work, workout, it might take you 50, 11 years to lose some weight. Shout out to, who is this in here? JK is in the building, Joseph K. Hey, coach, sad music. So I finally, he said, so I finally got my ex to stop checking for me. I think she got a new dude. He says, I'm a little bit sad. Oh, no. Hand me some red pills. I will be going to the junior college with a fistful of 20s. I got money. Uh -oh. Hey, man, the best thing you can have is your ex find another man. All right. But 
If she loses that man, she coming back after your ass. You want your ex to find another man. She will leave your ass alone. Unless he's a loser. So we're going to end the poll here. Uh, should she have disclosed the fact that she was a felon, a criminal? And we got 82% that said yes. And 17% said no. She had no. Wait, no, no. Should she have disclosed that her criminal past? 17% said no. I'm I'm fine with that. That seems pretty pretty much right down the uh, down the line. I don't think she should have disclosed it up front. Now, she needs to come forward. But, hey, look, it ain't my money. Baker says, Coach, I've seen baby mama terrorist firsthand. No remorse ever. Okay, so there you go right there. So the fact that she was a custody battle, um, she allegedly, there's allegations of her having physical abuse of her child. She's lost custody, which is a red-ass flag. She left after she lost custody, which is a red flag. Even her own parents allegedly has said, she was abusive, and they had some problems with her being a parent. This was all probably 10 years ago because she said she's 32, but now that was when she was 23. Okay, so, you know, there was some time that separated there. So is she a baby mama terrorist? Potentially, highly, highly likely. Robert P. Elliott, no stat says 70%. No stat says 70% of 40-year-plus marriages end in divorce. No stats, you say? Are you challenging me? Hold on. Okay, so if I pull up a stat that says 70%, I don't care if you agree with the source. If I pull up a stat that says 70% of marriages over 40 years end in divorce, what would you do for me? What would you do? Did I get challenged here? So I says, uh-oh. If I pull it up, what would you do? I don't don't ask me don't give me credibility about the uh, source either. Hold on, I, give me give me a second. <laughs> Are you challenging me now? Let me see here. I'm gonna I'm gonna find that shit. Now that you challenge me. Okay. Uh oh. Uh. Okay. Hold up. Did you challenge me? What are you gonna give me, bro? Hold on for a second. He just, but he's a, he's a donate. He donates a lot. So I'm not, I'm not against him. He donates a lot of money, but I'm going to pull it up. Now I know you're going to say it doesn't exactly say 70. We're going to, but we're going to round it up. Somebody needs to, somebody needs to send me a donation. If I show this stat, because I have been called out on a stat before. All right. This is not the first time. And I actually was wrong. I'll admit. You owe me a donation, a sponsorship, if I show this that. All right, here we go. I like a good challenge. <laughs> I love a challenge. All right, here we go. Can y'all see this? I'm going to highlight it right here. I'm going to highlight it right there. And this is real time. Oh, wait a minute. Where, where is it? You see that right there? Number 17. Over a 40-year period. 
67% of first marriages terminate. Okay, it's not exactly 70, but it is rounding it up. I don't, because somebody's going to say, well, it's 67. Round it up. <laughs> right there. You see that? Y'all see that? Now, you can go ahead and question the source over there if you want. But I got head, I, 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 listen, I'm running a live show, but that's 70%. You just go ahead and round that up right there, 67. Somebody says, so 65. If you're rounding it up like you learned in school, there it is right there. All right. Now, so let's go ahead and play the music. Game over. All right, hold on. Now it's time for me to, I got to do my dance on that one. You owe me, brother. Hold up. Wait a minute. Pay the man. Cobra. I, I showed you a stat. He says no stats. He said no stat. <laughs> and I showed him one stat. I gave it to you right there. And this is, you want the source. This is, this is a lawyer. These are divorce attorneys in San Diego. Divorce attorneys right there in San Diego. Divorce attorneys. All right. Divorce attorneys came up with the stat. WPLawyers.com. Where we at? Where we at? Where are these misogynist lawyers in the building? <laughs> How dare you? No stat, he says. Says over a 40-year period, 67% of the first marriages terminate. Oh, so what do you owe me, brother? <laughs> Thanks for the challenge, though. I appreciate you keeping me up on my game. I appreciate that. Uh-oh, he done went quiet now. Where are you at? The dictator says, F that. Y'all should have held the line. Where, where, let me see if he, where, where are you at? Where's my $100? Oh, he didn't left. He, he skedaddled. He gone. Where he at? Hey, man, I know y'all. Listen, I, but I appreciate the challenge. All right, so here we go. Turnpike Tyrone says, shame, blame, and explain. He says, what what it was, T-Mon and Jermaine. What it was, I don't know what, what it was. I don't know if you had the term right, but yeah, shame, blame, and explain. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Whether it was T-Mon and Jermaine, I'm thinking here, Dr. Phil was right. All right, I got that one already from DW. There, he says, no government name. Live show question. Do you have a video where you suggest reading for us to understand more on the world and how the, how the, new, 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 new world how do we do our own research? Uh, this is a journey of self-discovery. Okay, so people might think that I became red-pilled through relationships, but what I will always tell you is I became red-pilled about life okay situations studying how governments work okay 
studying how the education system works. I started thinking about that well before I even started talking about relationships and experiencing relationships for that matter. Okay, so I was an original, what they would call a JFK assassin conspiracy theorist. And I was overconsumed with it. I was overpowered with it. Even in my teenage years, when I was my first discovered it, I was like, wow, what? And I, in my early teenage years, I was reading and figuring this out and hearing stories from left and right and trying to get the details. I read the whole Warren Commission report. All right, I was sitting there like, what in the hell? So I was early on what they would call red pill. It had nothing to do about relationships. And then early on, before I even got married, people know that I was red pilled about marriage. I knew marriage was a bad idea and a bad investment. I still did it and I rolled the dice and I lost. And I was like, well, yep. So I wasn't even surprised when it got to that point. I actually predicted as the steps went on and I started seeing flags. I was like, oh, so it wasn't the marriage that got me over to the red pill. I actually knew and then I had it. Now, what got me convinced on the relationship side was when I started to date after I married and I started to date the modern woman. And then I was like, oh, it's over. So it got me. It didn't take me much to get me over the line. Experience was my best teacher. So when you're on the journey of all of this stuff, um, when you're on the journey of trying to figure out what is and what's real, you got to figure out what's real for you. But you need to understand that this is not uh, the, the stuff that goes on with women. It's only a part of the world you've been taught. Like, let me just give you an example. We were taught if we pull out chairs, if we were somehow humorous and funny, I like a man with a sense of humor. If we put coats over puddles, if we bought chocolates and teddy bears, it would be a slam dunk. <laughs> it's a slam dunk. Until it took us year one, year five, year 10, year 20. And now all of a sudden you figured it out like, oh shit, that didn't work. And that was all fairy tale, fantasy, and fable. Now, some dudes never get it. Well, I'm going to keep plugging away. Date one, date two, date three. Let me tell you another reason. Let me tell you another way of you trying to figure this self-discovery out. And I give you this when I tell you all men pay. Now, some jokers around here saying they don't pay at all. I would never pay for no woman. And I tell you, yes, you do. You pay all the time, fool. Not only do you pay money and you say you don't pay, well, I don't pay indirectly or I don't pay directly. I pay indirectly. You're paying the, just, just, just to be a part of the game. You're, you're paying. But some people will argue me down about that. No. I have never paid. It, it's mind boggling to me, but these people are stuck in some purple pill fantasy of where they're doing it different. No matter what you do to participate in a relationship with a woman, you pay. I don't care how you pay directly or indirectly. You pay the source. You pay the middleman, which is the restaurant industry, the flower industry, the engagement ring industry, the fly-ass clothes industry, the haircut industry, the fresh lining, the fade, the hairstyles, the Jordans, the damn. You're paying, bro. I don't give a damn how you want to do it and how you dice it up. The passport, the airline tickets the hotels, the drinks in the Philippines. I don't give a damn how you want to dice that shit up. You're paying. Mm. So swallow that bullshit. But again, a lot of guys don't want to cross that line. They don't want to swallow the real deal. 
You're paying an attention. You're paying an energy. You're paying in time. Huh? You know, I'm saying like, you don't, if women weren't around, y'all would be getting up. Y'all wouldn't take a shower for a week. You won't put on no cologne for a year. You wouldn't wear no fresh shoes and uh, put creases in your jeans ever. But yep, now you run into the store to look fly. Well, what is that called? Now you're wearing extra uh, trunk jewelry. What, what, what is that called? That's called pay. And you're paying to put a little flash and dash in your swag. Come on, man. I mean, come on, man. Are you? Are we going to fool ourselves or what? Somebody says, how do you support the show? No super chats over here because we giving that real game. New, 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 new world order. All right. Uh, dollar sign CGA live. Okay. On cash app. Venmo is uh, pinned to the top. And then, uh, sorry, PayPal is meant to the top, pinned to the top. Cash app is right there. Venmo, all of that stuff. Yeah, 9-11, that's a formal payment because you just shortcut your way into the front of the line. Or when a girl gets in your car, all of a sudden she's like, him important. And now you can get to skip the line of bullshit because women come with a line of bullshit that you got to go through. The minute you skip over that, in in a form of payment or lifestyle or or any of that, you get the you basically bought a ticket to get to the center part of the line or the front. That's what ticket you bought. You said I'm gonna get a flashy car so I can buy a ticket to skip the bullshit. When you don't have any of that, you got to go through bullshit. Number one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> Come on. When I put a young girl in my damn nine eleven and I push the damn butt, uh, push the gas pedal down and her stomach drops and she goes, oh shit. And she grabs my arm. Guess what? I get to skip the line. There's no bullshit. <laughs> her panties are dripping right there and I get to sop up the, the juice right there. Period. So what did that cost me? Whatever the car costs. <laughs> so when you realize it's not Disneyland anymore, and sure, you can find somebody that will give you a Disneyland fa fantasy for a year to seven years, seven years tops, most likely one to three years. You just playing a game that temporarily you're going to run out of energy, money, time, or attention, and she's going to look for something else. She's going to say, I'm not happy. What is that? <laughs> and I put, and I plop up this stat and I go, huh? 40-year period, 70% of marriages terminate. Huh? People still don't believe it. Why you still don't believe it and it's sitting right here in front of your face? You still won't believe it. Well, it won't happen to me. <laughs> and here's, your, here's what you're asking. You're asking, how did you, what do I suggest reading? Okay, first I suggest you open your eyes first to the reality of the situation. Will you be a part of the 70? Probably not. Or no, probably yes. But you could not be. So I would approach the situation just like I approached mine. I was like, I'm probably going to be a statistic here, but I'll go for it. I lost, and I lost bigly. And then I would say, damn, I wouldn't have rolled the dice. Like, that was a dumb roll. But I gamble. Ain't nothing wrong with a little gamble. But uh, I paid dearly. I paid in several different ways. Oh. Speaking of paying, 
Stop thinking of paying in the form as, that it's always money. That's not the only way a man pays. You pay in losing opportunities. How many of you dumbasses have followed a woman to somewhere? She moving to Kansas City. I'm going to move with her too. You dummy. That's not going to work for you. More, life, more likely than not. So you lost an opportunity. You guys lost family chasing a woman that they told you was a Jezebel. Your mama warned you. Ah, oh, son, don't date that Jezebel. I'm a dater. My love is like no other love, mama. She'll never do that to me. And you lost, right? Is that woman still a part of your life today? Probably not. In your whole family. <laughs> Come on. See, you got to open your eyes first to the realities of the situation, right? You, I'd be like, okay. It's a dumb gamble. But you'll do it because you're hormonally um, susceptible to it. Or she'll leverage her, her sex against you. Well, you can't have me if you don't do X, Y, and Z, which is basically pay. You got to do this. You got to show me this attention. You got to give me that. You got to be able to take messages from me, respond to me when I text energy. You got to take me out on dates and show me that you like me. Money and time. I got to move in with you. Time. It's all money, energy, attention, time. Meet. Money, energy, attention, or time. You're going to pay with one of those or all of them. Married people pay with all of them. Matter of fact, married people pay to not get sex. Mm. See, these are all eye-opening things that is actually more real, and you know it's real. Oh, sure, you can find the exception to the rule. You'll find that couple. I've been married 15 years, and we still have sex eight times a week. Highly unlikely for most people. Okay. Now, I'm not trying to argue what's the best strategy. I have a strategy, and there's trade-offs. What am I trying to avoid? I don't want long-term relationships. I don't want monogamy. I don't want people who overvalue themselves for no apparent reason other than I'm supposed to play this little goofy game of which you're the table. I'm like, I'm not going to play that game. But I also have situations where it's like, okay, I don't have a person there that's going to be ride or die. Or fake like they're ride or die. Until I'm not happy. I don't know why I'm going off on a tangent. What I would tell you is open your eyes to the world first. Then you'll find out relationships. What you've been taught about relationships are mostly not true. They're mostly not true. Right? The playboy model. Remember the playboy model? She'd be super hot. And she'd be sitting there going, What's your favorite characteristic about a man? I just want a man with a sense of humor. Mm. <laughs> you sitting there like, maybe if I'm funny, I can get that girl. No. You need money. Okay? You need money or status. Then you find out these girls work. Working girls. How about this? The amount of women that are actually have been working girls in their lives. Oh, you don't want to know that. Oh, boy. Y'all really don't want to hear none of this truth. Y'all not ready for this. You're not ready for this life. Shout out to Jahari. He says, here's a riddle, coach. What costs more? Wait, what costs more? Peace leave that you pay for or peace leave that's free? <laughs> you pay more for free peace leave. He says that just, he says, they just don't know free agent lifestyle. They, you guys don't, you guys don't get it. Married people. I did that whole episode on tricks. Because people in our community want to say a person that pays directly is a trick. 
And I'm like, no, trick involves deception. He paid directly. He he called up. He called up the modeling agency. He called up the girl. Send me the girl. Bam, wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. She he left with cash in his pot in her hand. That cash was very little to him. It meant very little, but that $500 meant the life to her. And she has to do this repeatedly. How is that trick? There was no deception revolved in that. Now, marriage, on the other hand, is except, exceptionally deceptive. People that go overseas expecting that all the women are going to fall at their feet, it's incredibly deceptive. People who date people for two and three uh, dates while she's sleeping with her ex or sleeping with enough, that's incredibly deceptive. How is that not, how is that not deceptive? <laughs> she broke up. Oh, I don't date my boyfriend no more. We broke up. I was in the previous relationship. She's still sleeping with him, Roski. And going out on dates or a girl takes you take a girl out on date and she takes the food and gives it to Tyrone after the date. That's deception. But of course, we don't want to look at us being the ones being deceived. So I get it. You want to put up defenses. It's all right, though. It's all right. You're not ready for that. That's that's massive amount of deception. But you're you're the one saying that you're not getting tricked. You literally be paying five hundred dollars a month on dates and get zero. You got nothing from it. You barely got a kiss on the cheek. You got a church hug on the back. She patted you on the back after the third date. I don't think this is going to work out. And you fed her and entertained her and cracked jokes and you sold your goofy ass game and you got zero. How's that not deception? <laughs> and she hit you with the, you know, you're such a good man. Any woman would be lucky to have somebody like you, but I'm still in these streets. You wasted time, you wasted money, you wasted attention and energy. So it is what it is, you know, or you cohabitate. How are you not paying if you cohabitate with a woman? How, how do you claim you don't pay? And I love to hear it. I I love to hear men shuffle. They start shuffling like hell. Well, 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 I'm not actually paying. Okay, stop paying the rent. Stop paying a portion of the rent. Stop paying the bills. Lose your job. I guarantee you she going to skedaddle. It's over. The cohabitation experiment is over right now. Or let's say you're paying the rent. Let's say you're paying the rent, and then you ask her six months into the lease to pay 20 or 30% of the rent. She'll do it for about two months. She'll do it for about two months, and then her girlfriends are going to say, uh. You'll be like, her girlfriend's going to say, he making you do what? Especially if she a sister. Wait, he making you pay what? What kind of man will make you pay? She's going to be talking to simps on the side, her boyfriends, her work husbands, her gym buddy, her workout partner. Man, your man making you pay? I would never make you pay. And it's over. Mm. <laughs> and it's over. It'll be over in, in 60 days or less. Sooner or later, she's going to be opening her legs to somebody else. And she's going to say, you push me into his arms. Huh? Come on, man. <laughs> what 
What kind of real man? Her mother will be telling her, I can't believe you out here paying and you're cooking for him and you're cleaning for him and you're paying the rent. They're going to be like, you got a bad deal. Everybody in her damn circle will tell her she's got a bad deal. And in 60 days, you're done or less. So how do you not pay? That, that you're paying the, in order to keep that going, you got to keep. <laughs> okay. Shout out to Newski in the building. I got to remember that you. He said, that's how women argue. It's it, it'll, I'm oh, sorry. That's how women argue. I'll say it's 65% and, and they'll say it's 62%. I'm like, have you ever heard of rounding up? Also, TikTok joins Meta. Oh, TikTok joins Meta and bans Andrew Tate. And so people will say, well, he will have his money and he'll have his support. It's not about that. We, we're not arguing that he's going to lose money and all of that stuff. We're arguing the censorship. And I'm telling you from a social media strategist, one thing, but I'm actually don't support the banning of him. I don't. I think it's actually retarded based on the, some of the stuff that I see coming out on the woman's side. Okay. I don't think it's fair, but you know, it is what it is. But yeah, the whole thing, well, it didn't say 70. Oh, come on. Uh, let's see. We got the last couple. Marriage or hell no, nah, says I use game coach. LOL. Everybody pays. Everybody pays. So you might say I don't pay, but I take girls out on dates. Okay. I say the restaurant industry for a long time was formatted on men taking women out on dates. In essence, they get to put the prices of the drinks up. Prices of the meal, which benefits who? Indirectly. The woman getting the food, and it definitely doesn't benefit you. How about on Valentine's Day? They reduce the menu 98% and pump up the prices of everything. What about flowers? They pump up the prices like crazy on holidays for flowers. They'd be $70, $80, $100 for a bouquet of flowers that were $20 last week. How about this? The diamond industry, the gift industry, the gift-giving industry. Yeah, you didn't pay the woman directly, but you bought a gift that the prices were inflated depending on men to buy the gifts for the woman. They, they know women aren't buying gifts for themselves. They're not buying them purses. They're not buying dinners for themselves. When a woman goes out to dinner by herself or with a group of friends, they order a bowl of jasmine rice and uh, two or three chicken breasts, and they dice that shit up. They order a pitcher full of water, and they ask for extra lemons and sugar, and they be making lemonade at their table. They ain't buying soft drinks or drinks for themselves. And then if they trying to dine and dash at best. Okay, but then when they sitting across from you, they eating surf and turf and shit like that. What about the bridesmaids, the bridal gown industry? Ridiculous prices for bridal gown. That's payment. Engagement rings. For what? Increased prices. Overinflated prices. Earrings. Jewelry. I don't pay. And it directly benefits them. Who does it benefit? You to get some tail? No, it benefits them. What about the fact that there was lady nights at one particular point? I don't know if they got rid of it. They go to the club. They get in for free. And dudes are got to buy them drink for a conversation. You paid and you pay for the drinks. I don't pay. <laughs> but they drinking up all your drink. They drinking up everybody's drinks. The bartender gives them free drinks when it's slow so they can get the ladies to keep coming in. I don't pay.
mean, that's just that part of the payment deal. I mean, that's just that part. And she directly benefited from this transaction. It wasn't like she did not benefit. She got her belly full of food and, and, and her gullet full of drink. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm tired of you people. Where are we at? Let me, did that get everybody? Nope. Esteban says, coach, are the junior colleges the best place to meet? Do not drive up to any junior college on my word. I did not tell you to drive up to junior college campuses. All right. Um, no, but there's places where junior college women go to where then you can meet them. So a lot of girls be getting their tuition paid for books. This has been done since the beginning of time. Um, and then a lot of these girls end up getting married. And that's you. Who is this? Last one. You are my favorite. You're you're one of my favorite influencers to listen to and take advice from. That's from JW in the building. I won't say your government name because I'm not sure if you want me to, but it's a very common name. So I appreciate that, man. And you don't have to believe anything that I say here. But eventually you'll figure it out. Um, just eventually you'll figure it out. So never go out and be Samuel L. Jackson looking at young girls in certain places because. Everybody has plausible deniability. So a lot of girls, they say 10 to 20% of girls have seeking arrangements as an app, maybe a little bit more on many college campuses. But if you showed up on a college campus and said, hey, girls, I got money. I got money. They're going to act, oh, my God, what? See, in public, they have an image to uh, maintain. So nobody's going to fall for that in public. In private, though, women are like kittens. They be down there. Meow, 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 meow. You don't see them getting, you don't see kids, cats getting down in public. You see dogs, though. Dogs will pull that thing out right there, snipping booty. Let me put this in you real quick. All right, that's you, right? But and women got to be on the sneak on the slide. And even when they do it transactionally, they don't even want it done transactionally. They still be like, well, I don't really want to. Just let's just say we met. Let's just say we met at the grocery store and you're helping me with books. They never want to be like, all right, thanks for giving me that thing. Here you go. They never, they don't want to feel that way because that actually makes them feel bad and depressed. Many times your girlfriend is depressed because she's cheating on you and she has a sugar daddy on the side. Why are you depressed, baby? I can't tell you. I can't tell you. Really don't want to tell you. Actually, I can't tell you because I don't know what it is. You know why she's depressed? Because she's living a second life. People live double lives all the time. And they're anxious that they're going to be discovered. They're stressed out that somebody's going to find out. They're depressed because they got to live. They're despicable. And they know they're despicable. And then if anybody discovered them. <laughs> right. All right. Look, we done out of here. I went an extra 40 minutes answering questions. Let me check and clear out the cash apps and all of that stuff. Thank you for the contributions. Today, tonight's show, uh, we got Joseph K., Tonight's show, we're talking about post-nut clarity. Thoughts on Dr. Mousy stepping down? Well, dude, there's so much rabbit hole in that. There's so much, and people are not going to agree with me. There's too many normies and oxygen thieves here right now. They're not going to understand it, and you're going to, they're going to think I'm reckless with what I'm saying, so I have to be careful. But many of these people 
let me just end it on this. Many of these people have been in your lives and they have been influenced your lives for some four and five decades. This goes for people in Congress. This goes for people that work in some of these places, as he does. And they've dictated how you lived your life, giving you information that somehow is not the most accurate information sometimes, like in order to protect some sort of um, a group. And so they'll get you scared about doing certain things when, in essence, you never had to be scared to begin with. There's too much to dig in there. Way too much. Way too much. You're not ready for this. You need to go to Patreon for that. <laughs> Way too much. Anyway, let's continue, man. We got to get out of here. Shout out to the coach. Guy. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in. And that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out. 